ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast on the 8th of March 2016. What a lovely day it is today. Sure is. I mean, yeah, sure, why not? Uh-huh. We got the whole we got the whole office of jokers here. This is I know. <gasps> Gerard. Yeah. Is the burrito goof happening? Are we gonna do the burrito goof for real? I'm down do for do- that. Okay, great. Watch oh. out for the burrito goof. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Watch out for the burrito goof, everybody. Now you can't leave. Even if this is super boring in the first hour, you're going to be like, I gotta know what the fucking burrito goof is. Oh yeah, it's important to know what the what the burrito bit is. You gotta know. You gotta stick around and find out what it's going to be. Oh yeah. And it's going to be really worth it. Worth it. <laughs> Hello everyone. Mm. Welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast. Hello everyone. Our special guest today, here I'm just going to take over. Our special <laughs> guest today is none other then Gerard, the completionist. Hey everyone, I'm Gerard, the completionist. Thank oh you my for God! Having stop! Me. You're the worst. You, come on, Jesse. Come on, Jesse. Bad come manners. On. You know, bad, I, could just, I could just walk. Manners. The the benefit of us being in the same office. Doors oh, locked. Is, is Get it a locked? Key. Get I a key, key, bro. I have a key. I have. A key. <laughs> Get a key, bro. I can just walk into your office. Get a key. I got a key. I you the I you the key master. I have one. I have squirt again. Squirt. That that, that wasn't funny the first time, you know. Squirt. I've come to enjoy it. (laughs) Remember that billboard that we saw? Oh my god! Wasn't it squirt? Squirt. Squirt. dot com, or was it just called Go Squirt or Squirt Go? go It was literally like, are you looking (laughs) to hook up? (laughs) Do you want some dungs? Yeah, it two, two half naked men. It was great. And it was it like, was you so want to hook up? It was like right in the middle of LA. We were like, well. <laughs> we were like, someone get photos of that because it is amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was good. It's good stuff. Anyway, Gerard, yeah, what is up? it that you do on your channel? Who who are you? Who's the man? Yeah, what do you do exactly? Behind the camera. None of us here know. <laughs> none of us here know what you do. It's true. I don't even know what I do. I uh, complete a game a week. Have a review show. It's man versus game. Complete a game in a week. That's what I do. I also have a Let's Play channel called Super Beer Bros, where me and Alex have a fun time playing games. As well as I have a boy band called Big Bad Bosses. We do video game villain original songs. That's out now. Our album's called Power Overwhelming. You can check it out on all that fun stuff. And that's what I do. Allthatfunstuff.com. Allthatfunstuff.com. Go squirt. Go squirt. Slash home. (laughs) Go all oh, slash squirt. Slash squirt. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So how are you doing, TV? Everything good uh, over it's there? It's been great so far, actually. If you wouldn't mind just keep doing this for the next three hours, and then I can just fuck off and play Clash Royale, then that's cool. <laughs> oh, my no. God. We can't, we can't go into Clash Royale We yet. will we're be, but we're not going into it yet. We? Because... We have to shout out to our sponsor this week, Crunchyroll.com slash Total Biscuit. That is Crunchyroll.com slash Total Biscuit for unlimited anime. Anime. Ah. Yeah. There'll be yes. an ad later, narrated by the wonderful Octopimp, who's just mostly <gasps> yelling at you for a minute. Oh my gosh, he's so great. What but a we are, we are contractually obligated to speak about anime for three minutes. Dodger, what have you been watching on Crunchyroll this week? Uh, there is a short form anime that I think a lot of you will find to be super weird. 
It's okay. called Oji-san and Marshmallow. And Naturally. it's about, yeah, it's about like an older dude who's working at an office building and a lady who works in the same office building who's trying real hard to bone him. It's great. It's great. He's just like doing his thing. And then there's this hot lady who constantly eats marshmallows who's just like, yo, you want to touch butts? And he's like, oh, madam, this is madam. What? And it's actually like quite adorable and weird. Super weird, but also adorable. Also, there's another short form called Seco Boys about a boy band that's entirely statues. Do it. Sure. Get on Crunchyroll for all this and more. <laughs> I do need to check out that airsoft anime where someone randomly ends up in a BB gun club. I'm just curious oh to see how yes! it goes down. That one is great. Ohadu X Machine Gun. Yeah, I, I'm curious. Like, fantastic. I, I want to know how accurate it is. Everything. It, has, really it has one of my favorite tropes in it, which is a girl who's constantly mistaken for a boy. And it's just fantastic. I love it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of Anime! Along with many other things. You should and also... you should still watch the live-action Death Note just to piss off my wife. Yeah, if we could make that number one on Crunchyroll, that would be great. That's, that's been, it's been number <laughs> one on watched. live-action for a while, actually, I think, so... Uh. Yes. I don't think that's a new thing, but the Jesse, soul is we, definitely real. What were we going to say, Jesse? You could also just go watch Destroy All Monsters, because that's on there, too. Oh, that's it is, better. actually. That's, there is actually be, some old better. school Godzilla stuff available. Now. Better than all that. Go watch Destroy All Monsters. <laughs> Destroy All Monsters is fucking Destroy amazing. All monsters. It's great. Yeah. Go watch that instead. I used to collect those old uh, uh, ones on VHS, actually. And Godzilla! They were great. I'd, uh, they have Godzilla vs. Megalon on there. They have all of them. They, they have Ultramans. They don't, they don't have Bro. all of them. Uh, I wish they did, but... Bro, they got Ultramans. They got the Shinobi Girls on there. Bro, go watch the live action stuff. That anime, that's for Dodger. If you <laughs> want to see the live action, they got that on there. So go watch that. I have that. a question. TV? Yes? You have new emotes I on do. your Twitch, and one of them is a goose? That's wearing a top hat. Would you like to explain? <laughs> because you came in my chat animation. yesterday. You don't need. You don't need an explanation. You're the one who's been breeding yeah. geese. Yeah, you breed geese. <laughs> you told us you breed yeah. geese. You have a goose you farm with geese. Laura. You're those just weird like, geese people. Just like came yeah. into my chat yesterday and just spammed geese emotes and then left. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, God damn it. Wouldn't yeah. you if you had a goose emote? Like I would, I would have. Yeah. <laughs> and now, and now the chat is is full of geese. It with there geese. we go. Full of geese. I don't yeah. see the geese problem. Breeding. Yeah. Kick them we've all been, in their damn throats. We've been breeding geese. geese. Yeah. <laughs> F geese. They ain't even no thing. They yeah. hiss. I just they said to Chris, like "It's like, hey, we've had uh, two additional like animated episodes since we last updated our emotes. Can we steal anything from them? So we got five new emotes from that. So we got like cynical it. lawyer, cynical stupid cat, cynical goose." Uh, cynical salt, which is the Veruca cynical salt. Veruca salt. Oh, yep. and one other whose name escapes me. I want me. the world. I want it now. Want Wait, Dodger, what did cynical we learn about juice, Veruca yeah. salt? What was the thing that we were talking oh, about? That, that she's a vampire enthusiast. Yeah, she's, she's a vampire. vampire. No way. Yeah, she, she, uh, so I found this out a long time ago when I was looking up like custom fangs. Don't like, you, question it. You can get fangs that are like custom fit to your teeth so that they look like part of your teeth. Anyways. Okay. Um, so this specific guy who's really well known for doing this, like his big claim to fame is like, I made Veruca Salt's vampire teeth. And then it goes into like this whole thing where it's, it's uh, the actors who played Veruca Salt being like me and my husband, we wear our vampire fangs all the time. 
And it's like she's a secret vampire. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. She's been living off that uh, Charlie the Chocolate Factory money, money? for so long. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that good vampire teeth. Good money vampire right teeth, vampire money right money. there. Yeah, get some fine vampire teeth. <laughs> she don't care how. She wants those vampire teeth now. Wow. Mm. But Veruca, vampire teeth don't make fiscal sense. Shut I up, want- Teddy. I, I, want I want it now. That's my daughter. (laughs) I did tell you about the Willy Wonka slot machine, didn't I? That kept pulling that shit. Uh, I don't think so. Did I not not talk about that one? The one that has a Veruca Salt feature where they've re-recorded all the dialogue. It's like, Daddy, I want a free spin now. It's like, I want another one. And it keeps going on and on and on. It's... It's actually now my favorite slot machine of all of them, just because it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> they're all dumb as hell. Every feature on it is ridiculous because they re-recorded all the lines, but they use the original footage from the original movie. So wonderful, I, wonderful. It's yeah. all ADR'd in later. It's like a guy's like, "Yes, I am Willy Wonka." Uh, it's, it sounds realistic. There is an Oompa Loompa feature. Yes, there is. There's actually several <laughs> variants of it. It's quite a popular one. There's a there's an old digital one, which you should never play those ones because they have shittier odds. But it's like the five real all digital big screen one, which is all that kind of bullshit. Uh, but the one I like is the it's the older school three real one with the overlay on top of it. So a bit of an older machine, but it's a lot more fun in my opinion. I like I have... the ones where 50 million things are going on and you have no clue if you want or lost till it says you want or lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so I you like the big screen it? ones then. Yeah. I, there's, think um, I, want, I don't know. If you go to the Bellagio, there's, uh, there's a double one, which is a Superman one, where you have no fucking clue what's happening. It's, <laughs> right, no. you, you sit down there with a friend and it's just like feature after feature after feature after bullshit of Superman flying all over. What is happening? Like, I don't even know. There is, there is one that is... The best, I don't know what's going on one. It is Game of Thrones. And it's, Game of Thrones? Oh, shit. I play one of those. It is four screens on top of each other. And so screen one is... Um, uh, uh, <laughs> screen one is Baratheon. Screen two is... Like, it's all the houses. All the houses. On all, That's and it goes cool. up. And so you, every, you're matching stuff within houses. But then also, like, it goes down too. So, but it's like a 20-screen game. All the, It's insane. And you're like, I can't keep track of what's going on. I don't know what's happening, but I got three Khaleesi's, so I think I'm doing okay. (laughs) I mean, ultimately, it doesn't matter because I I think they've only recently made it legal in Nevada to have a skill element in any of these machines. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what's going on because all the machines that are currently on the casino floors have literally no skill element to them at all. Oh, yes. All random. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's which is totally, weird. It's so weird coming from Europe, where actually most of the machines have a skill element of some sort. In fact, actually, in many countries, I think it's illegal not to have one. I you've think got, you've got to have something that can you, you can do worse. Well, the best one so far that I've ever done is the Dealer No Deal one. I've said this before. I'll say it again. Dealer No Deal. You play, and then every ten minutes, it does the actual Dealer No Deal game. Yeah, and depending on how many things you won while you were playing. It, that's like how how many times your winnings it'll be in the dealer no deal part. So you're literally like, I choose box four, and then it does like the like it reveals three, and it's like, all right, well the banker's gonna give you this. Do you want to stay? It's really fun, and so the the irony I of course being that. that the original actual uh, like uh, 
game show has no skill element either. So right. it's entirely okay to translate that to a gambling oh, it's machine. fantastic. Yeah. Howie Mandel's like, deal or no deal. Wink. And you're like, oh, Howie, you son of a bitch. I hope <laughs> I win this. Or I'm going to break this machine. Great. <laughs> mm. It's a real great time. I wonder what the laws are, uh, how they get away with it with uh, video poker. Because technically, video poker, I think, is considered a slot, but video poker has a skill element because you choose which cards to hold. I wonder how they got away with that. There must well, have been same thing with video craps and all the other video. Did they games just for... did they just not classify <laughs> as a, as a slot, even though it technically is? I don't is? think so. I don't huh. think that's how they. Do. I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of the legal world of, of gambling. gambling law? I just no, know that I they either. take my damn money every time I go there. Well, but... Of course, that's that's the point. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. It's uh, interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, off that subject, we sometimes talk about video games on this show. Should we? Should yeah. we do that? Yeah. Let's, let's... Let's kick that off. Uh, should we kick it off with the Clash Royale Bonanza for the next hour, oh or does someone else want to take uh, it first? But we can do an hour game. on Clash Royale? Oh, I don't know about that. I know nothing about it, but Holy I'm shit. sure you guys will inform me. So Dodge has obviously need. played it. She's a bit salty oh, yeah. about it, apparently. Well, okay, so I love it. It's so fun. Yes. But, like, when you're playing it alongside of a person who never loses their matches... It's you get salty about it really fast. Basically, what I'm saying is Sam never loses his matches in Clash Royale, and it pisses me off so bad. And then when I'm playing, I'm just like, "Oh, I lost! Oh, I won! Well, oh, I lost again!" And what, I mean, uh, what level are you versus Sam? Like the higher, you, the more trophies you get, the more it becomes like, "I am either a skilled master or I have paid a billion dollars to be very good at this." Yeah. I don't know what level he is. I'm level. four right now and i'm still in arena two and oh. sam's like just gotten into arena four and he's played for less time than me so it's like i'm arena not seven did he, master race right did he, here. did he spend money on it no <clears throat> damn so this, this all right like a, so first off like he must i have that's the sad part <laughs> first off he must literally just be like that's all he does is play that game because to get I to play a lot of like he just like they just started over the weekend you guys just started playing, so to get to four, to get to Arena Four, literally, I'm on Arena Four. I fucking bought shit. I bought forty nine dollars worth of those damn gems. No, forty nine dollars. I ain't even gonna lie. Casual <laughs> filth. Casual. Casual filth. Forty nine dollars. All I can justify. All I can justify is is the price of a normal game. You. That's you a, the amount of time I'll get out of it. I will give them no more money. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't yep. do it. You know, the, the weird thing about that game is that, it, in essence, it's pay-to-win as fuck, but the way that they've done the ranking system ensures that it's actually not, because really all you're doing is paying to be on the same level as someone else that has the same shit as you. Right. So, the only... If you start off by buying... Let's say you throw a hundred fucking dollars down immediately at the start, that means you're going to have a bunch of leveled up stuff. It's going to be basic stuff because the way that they do it is you can't unlock things that you don't have available in that arena. So if you're in Arena 2, you're only ever going to unlock cards from Arena 1 and 2. It doesn't matter how much money you throw at it. So you can have, but you will have like level 12 goblins versus that guy's level 2 goblins. And right before we started, I just got rocked by a guy with level 12 things and I was like, how is that even fair? Yeah, basically, <laughs> that guy probably dropped me. a couple of hundred dollars and bought a bunch of giant chests. So they, be, yeah. be, I'm actually kind of salty because they implemented giant chests right before 
they launched the game and I'd already spent money on it. And giant chests are really good value for money as a starter because they give you hundreds of common cards and yeah. decent number of rares. So you can level up your common shit real fast. And that's your bread and butter. That's in the higher level that stuff is, the better it is, you know? So if you do that right at the beginning, you're probably going to ruffle stomp a few people, but you're rapidly going to outlevel them and you're going to end up on a trophy level that everybody else is at that already has stuff like you. And then you're like, oh shit, I'm bad at this game. This guy just slapped me about like a absolute yeah. fucking tool. It, it is really fun though. Even yes. as somebody who's yes. like bad it's, at it, I'm having a lot of fun playing it. I fucking it. love it to death. It's, it's a really compelling mix of tower defense and Dota and a little bit of Hearthstone, a little bit of deck building in there. You know, deck building is really simple because you can only have eight cards. So you're tweaking your deck and you feel that... It makes sense. Like, you can figure out what where your weakness is. It's like, shit, I'm losing this all the time. Fuck, I need to change something. Can I compromise in some way? Change, you know, and the meta is kind of constantly <laughs> changing as a result of that. You know, right now I'm running into guys that have fucking Tesla Towers that are level 9, and those Tesla Towers are way too fucking tough. Tesla. Yeah, they're nasty. They're are they really... like electrocution towers? Yeah, they're basically very efficient uh, defensive towers. That are... They're actually common cards. Like, as soon as you get into the arena that has Tesla Towers, you'll get a bunch of them instantly. So that it's not a rare card at all, but that's why people have them at high level, because they can get the cards very easily. But right. they're a fucking nightmare to deal with, because they're so cost-efficient. And I'm trying to figure out the best way to take them out that's actually efficient, you know? Because it's really right. the same as Hearthstone. It's about... In Hearthstone, it's about card advantage. In this, it's about elixir advantage, you know? If I spend five elixir to kill ten elixirs worth of stuff, I've got an edge on you. Because we both get elixir at the same rate. Uh, but, I mean, I'm, I'm in Arena 7 right now. Uh, 2,500 trophies. Magic, is that the Magic Arena? With the... Uh, that's the Magic Arena, yeah. Um, sorry, Arena 6. Uh, no, it is Arena 7, because they added an extra one since the beta. The, uh, the, the last one is the Legendary Ooh. Arena, so that's, I'm one off that. I think I have to be like 3,000 trophies to get there. But at this point, it's getting like, these guys are getting pretty good, you know, and you've got to play pretty much perfectly. If you fuck up, they will jump on you hard and you will well, get yeah. destroyed. The crazy, uh, the crazy, actually great thing about it is they just flat out, hey, you can watch every single top player play and we give you like free esports. Yeah. And it's people too. <laughs> Each one of those videos has like 506,000, yep. 700,000 views. That first yeah. tournament Crazy. had about 40,000 concurrence on Twitch. Like they they did it they built it in the client, which was smart, but people watched it. It's fun um, to watch. It's also helpful that when you open up the app it's like, "Hey, it like has the little notification symbol like, "Hey, yeah. you should check this out." And then you're like, "Oh, there's games here." Yeah. Um, so I watch, been smart about Watching that. the pro replays is really good. Like not only does it it gives people a guide as to what the meta is and it also lets people know, "Look, this is what works and this is what doesn't. Like, the fact that there is no Royal Giants anywhere in, like, the top 200 replays, it's like, you know what? I probably shouldn't use that. And I tried it, and I was right. It's shit. So don't. So th <laughs> but this game is pure uh, Android, iOS? Yes. Android yeah. and iOS. Not gotcha. on PC. It would work fine on PC, by the way. Like, it would actually be fine. Um, yeah. I, d I, I, I doubt they'll release it because it's Supercell and they don't really do that, but it would be fine on PC. It would work. Yeah, I mean, one hour ago, some Asian dude versus Long Island 07, 357,000 views already. Like, yeah. this is, like people loved, and, and they're like rank 19 and rank 31. So they're yeah, not even like the, the top of the yeah. top, but people are just like, I wonder how these guys play. 
And so they're just I'm beating some ideas. of the top Chinese guys now that I'm getting it. I, I actually beat, oh, I, beat, shit. I beat a Hong Kong esports guy earlier. <laughs> I was super fucking pumped about that. I was like, yeah, I love, this guy plays I professionally. Love when I Fuck come him. across those guys, the lobies on the totem pole, I'm like, I'm gonna kick your ass. I'm gonna Hong eat Kong you. Esports. I'm gonna fucking eat you. <laughs> we need a clan. Yeah, we, I might. Yes. I, I'm actually number one in my current clan right now, so I think they suck. Leave so I'm them. Leave. You're better than them. I, I should yeah, probably leave. Uh, yeah, we might just create a YouTuber yeah. clan just for the sake of it. The, the interesting thing about being in a clan is that in clans, if you're in a clan, you're able to donate cards to other people. And oh, if, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so if you do that, you get gold and you get experience. Experience levels you up. If you level up, your towers get tougher. So it's always good oh. to get as much XP as possible. So in this clan, uh, mostly people were ranked by how much they donated. And you can, don you can request cards. So if you're like, shit, I need like five more cards to reach the next level. Oh, I can ask my clan to give them to me. So you just put in a request. You can either request, I think, two rares or ten commons a day. So I went to go download this game right away. It's literally at the top of the best it's new the games list. And it's there's great. like... Four banners across the iOS yeah. market. Yeah, it's it great. went. It shot right Money. to the top of the yeah. charts. It, it yeah. shot right to the top of the charts immediately. And honestly, like I'm not. I don't like Clash of Clans at all. Like I'm not into Clash Me of neither. Clans. I, I understand why it's popular, but this this is like you made a casual game for core gamers, and I fucking love it. Like yeah, it's yeah. it's competitive, it's fun, it's quick, it's slick. The controls are great, the design is great, the aesthetic is cool. The only, I've got one problem with it, one fucking problem, and that's that, that at my level anyway, there are too many fucking draws. Like, I have had I've recently started to get into a lot of draws, and the problem hmm. is that in order to unlock like the gold chests, you need crowns. Yes, and draws make it so you it takes longer. And longer and longer to get those damn crown, uh, like those damn gold chests. And I'm like, that's you're gonna yeah. make me buy more damn gems, you sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah, I like. It depends on which bracket you're in, but uh, right now, like the meta for me is a very defensive meta, and I haven't quite figured out how to break that. I'm not sure if it's possible. Like I said, the Tesla Tower is really strong. People are running a lot of. Um, barracks, for instance, which yeah. constantly spawn units. They're running. Uh, freezers and fireballs so even if i get a good group and a good push going they just fireball it and it dies it's like shit how do i break this and i put um the pecker which is a terrible name for it, anything uh which is this giant sort of robot thing it hits like a motherfucking truck but it's really easily he has distracted. his own map that's he the does. one i'm on yeah i'm like on that the fire one or whatever, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah i play I the pecker the pecker can get to a tower it's so good Boom. but it's yeah. really hard to Same get with him the up knight. there the knight will charge a tower the, and do like the half prince its life. is it's really good yeah and the prince that you get really early on and it's one of the best cards in the game like they still use it at, at the high level because not only does it do a lot of damage to towers but if you place it right it get as it gets a run up it gets a charge and that means it does double damage on its first hit so you can yeah. use it to take out like one um, hit almost any unit yeah it's like <laughs> oh that guy's got a fucking wizard who is wrecking my shit okay prince done bang and he still does a lot of damage to towers i don't know i've just got to uh, change my deck up a little bit and figure it out but i play it every day i play it so much i have spent a lot I of money play on, it it. on the crapper it's yep, a crapper i do game. it's a it's a perfect toilet game perfect but again the, the pay to win aspect really is like you are really just paying <laughs> to get on the level of someone who's going to kick your ass. I'm glad that both of you guys have paid more money than me. Yeah. Because the, the other day I, I was like, Sam, 
I have to admit something to you. And he was like, okay. It's like, I definitely bought some gems. He was like, all right, how much? It's like, spent 20 bucks. He was like, you spent 20 bucks on gems? Oh, 20. <laughs> no. How, how Here's droll. The Here's the <laughs> how adorable. I, I had to spend 49 because after looking at all the options, I was like, it's the most cost efficient. And I'll be damned if I'm spending 99. So I went 99 is too much, man. I know. That's, that's the thing. Is I was even like, even oh. if you actually spend hundreds of dollars, you're not willing to buy the $99 pack. It's like, that's too much. Yeah, but I'll buy the 50. It's like, much. God damn it. <laughs> I'll buy, I bought the 50 and I'm happy I have enough gems and money to last me forever. And it's just sitting there and I'm like, have you bought I some giant chests? Buy some I, haven't giant. Bought, I haven't bought any like crazy chests. But you need I, to buy I, some I, giant chests. Like, it it's a super fast way of accelerating because it gives you hundreds of commons. Yeah, but things. if I play and then I get the chest, instead of waiting 18 hours so those damn things to unlock, I can spend 18 gems and just unlock them. I'm like, well, yeah. you can. I feel good about this choice. Yeah, I mean, you occasionally get a giant chest as a drop. I get maybe one a day as a drop. Um, so you you can do that, but yeah, as I say, I, I think it's an interesting model. It's an interesting mm. model, you know. It's kind of pay to wait and pay to, yeah, I can win briefly, and then I get into the bracket where everyone else has the shit that I do, and then they just kick my ass, you know. Right. But I do love. I think that of all of the ways that they could have done it, I love that they never stop you from playing games. You can no, play games forever and they will never stop you the only limitation that they give you is like you can only have four chests at any time waiting to be opened at a time yes which sucks and that does encourage you to be like fuck maybe i should just buy some gems so i can get rid of these because i don't want like chests to go to waste right like so sneaky yeah 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 it's super uh, sneaky and it it works and the thing is that yeah they incentivize leveling up too because what i liked is they they came up with an anti-smurf method so uh, it could have been a big problem if people just deranked in that game, but if you derank, your chest quality gets lower, and you get you don't get the same cards. So the cards that you need, you don't get anymore because you've deranked. So you're encouraged to keep playing even if you have full chests because you want to raise your crown level so that you get to the next arena. You know, yep. I'm yeah. like giant chests were bad for me. I got 100 commons of the same type card. That's good. You, then you, you want level that. that shit up forever. Yeah. And it gets Are you kidding so me? Strong. You got like level ten gobos, and they got level three. You're gonna wreck those fools. Like you know, that's yeah. that's you the, having high level commons is key to being good at that game. That's I that's wanna, your bread and butter. The problem is that you can't do anything like really silly. Like at the beginning, I was like, I'm gonna have all goblins got wrecked, got destroyed. I've I actually like, won fine. with all goblins. There's a there was a, a time in the meta before the uh, game launched where goblin rush was a big thing. But then, of course, everyone adapts. Like, oh, everyone's going Goblin Rush. Okay, I run Fireball and Arrows then. And then yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. fuck. Now I can't run that anymore. That's just the way the meta is, you know? It works. It works on some people. If someone doesn't run that card, you're going to fucking destroy them. But a lot of people have adapted yeah. to that now. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, Unless I go up against an Asian dude, then I'm like, well, this is probably a loss. I, I like going up against the Asian dudes. I'm like, all right, let's go. Pride of the country. I'm representing the America clan. Wait a minute. But... America clan? <laughs> yeah. There weren't any British clans in the beta. I was going to say, I mean, dang. I had to join the America one. And now I'm number one in the American. America clan because the America clan sucks. So I'm going to probably leave that and join one of the Chinese clans because I now have enough trophies to do that. So I'm it's like, all the Chinese Ni hao, for you. I am esports. I'm coming for you, Hong Kong Esports! I'm taking you down! H2O, fuck you. Coming for you. Yeah, it's legit. A lot of fun. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, I mean, I've had Gerard sitting here for like over 20 minutes. Not I was going to say, Gerard, thing. what have you played? Yeah, I think, yeah, let's... Uh, 
one, play Clash Royale, and two, what else you've been playing this week? Oh man, what have I been playing? I've been playing a crap ton of Street Fighter Five. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting ready for Evo. I got my friend Brett training me. I am so ready and so hype. Um, get your ass kicked. I'm gonna get my. Well, you know what? You. As long as long God as I can you. play as bearded Ryu, I am totally Sexy fine. Sexy Ryu, yeah. Sexy Ryu. I got Have you thou- seen the best mod? Yes, 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 yes. All all those those mods of him acting at the victory poses from everyone is uh-huh. so good. The freaking the Armika one is it's just too good. So I'm going to show you. Yeah. There we go. It's on stream right now. The okay, Adventures of Hot Ryu. Oh my gosh, it's so freaking good. It's- I like. Too good. I like when Ken comes up behind him and they have that little moment where they're like, ooh! <laughs> Cracks me up every time. It's so good. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Oh my god, It gets better. It gets better. Trust yeah, me. it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, for those who don't know, what they essentially did was they took uh, what's been dubbed Hot Ryu, who is one of the alternate costumes, and they, sw- they model-swapped him for Armika and Laura, so... He does all the stuff that Armika and Laura do, which includes the <laughs> ass slap. It's so good. <laughs> this is so great. Yeah, you know it's what's weird is it looks awfully natural for him. Like, yeah, you know? it, it like works too well. There's the ass slap. There we go. Wait, here it is. Here's, here's my favorite. Oh, wait, is this it? Oh my gosh. Uh, the the Rio yeah. and the yeah, Rio that's... and Ken ass attack is coming in. Oh, yes. I can't wait. I Holy like shit. the Rio. They, <laughs> the Ryu Ken bit is so good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Slap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so the good. best thing in the world. Wait, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Boom. <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> I love it's it. So I good. I love the two of them together. It's great. So good. Street Fighter Street Fighter oh, Five is great. It is. It's very accessible, which is why I like it. If you're new to Street Fighter. Like, now is the time to get in. If you're an expert Street Fighter and you're a veteran, you're going to love it too. So I'm, I've just been playing that nonstop, trying to get ready for Evo. That and Smash have been my two games that I've been going back and forth between. So what um, online rank are you right now in Street Fighter Five? Uh, honestly, I haven't been doing online matches. I've only been doing local against my friends. Cause oh, I'm, okay. I feel like when I go online and start playing a bunch, I'm just going to freaking go ham and just keep playing until I just get stuck in a in a ranking rut because um, that's generally how i do when i play competitive online games is i i like to train and practice offline and then just go uh, as much as i can i love to play with stripping to know stripping is super uh super into uh street fighter he's going to evo this year right yeah right, he's, not com- he's not competing but we're gonna go oh he's not competing oh man no. he's yeah he's a coward, <laughs> is a coward. <laughs> you hear that stripping you got You're called out coward Coward man. I'm not you sure if I played are... him at Street Fighter yet. I know I played Cinnamon <laughs> Toast Ken. You did. I... Uh he did played against him? your uh your Rashid. You guys did played I beat together. Him? I think I beat him, right? Uh I don't know. You did. I can't remember. You did, yeah. you beat him. How's the neck how's the net code on PC? Is it pretty good? It's good. It's good. Um I haven't had too many problems with it. Like uh, the, bear in mind though I played a very casual level and I probably wouldn't notice if it wasn't. But I will say it's lacking. You know, Street Fighter 4 had really big, obvious lag spikes. This game doesn't and never has for me. So if there is lag, they're hiding it real well. And that works for me. Uh, It it really does. Again, the problem with that game, though, is like, I do agree with you. It is an accessible game mechanically. But in terms of it teaching you, the game is shit. 
It's oh, yeah. dog it is shit. Not, yeah, you have to watch you anything. You have to watch a YouTube video to fit to actually learn that game. Yeah. The in-game tutorials suck. And compared to stuff like Guilty Gear and the new BlazBlue that just came out on Steam and Killer Instinct, which is coming out this month, and uh, Skullgirls, it's bullshit. It's way behind the times. <laughs> yeah. My uh, my buddy Brett uh, has a YouTube channel, Super Couch Fighters, and we have a show called The Road to Evo. And he's in that in that show. He's const- It's just him and me and my friend Santel just constantly training. And more and more since we've like we've shot like eight or nine episodes, but I've learned so much about subtlety from fighting games, and it's incredible. Just like you know, playing footsies and and uh, knowing like what what appropriate weapons are good to make sure that are appropriate moves for people like jump on top of you and. You know, and to cross your up, what the guy's doing. You know, it's like, oh, what's he going to do on wake up? I've got to predict that. Can I put him in a position where he's going to do something unsafe on wake up so I can punish it? You know, and yeah, it's it's been great because it it's been opening up my scope of just how much there is into a fighting game. Like Smash is, I've always been like, it's pretty easy, but now that I'm going at this like pro approach, it's been so fun to see. How things? What, what what are you doing, Jesse? What's your Smash book? has never been easy for me. I love him. Me like, neither. Smash. I'm awful at it. Me neither. I, I, get, it. Just I like, get it. Smash that is the one fighting game I am utterly terrible at. Like I I'm, I'm hopeless. Smash. I'm completely hopeless. I could play any other fighting game. Put any other fighting game in front of me, and I'll be at least passable. The, uh, Smash. So I can't do it. I can't. So easy though. I I, I don't so know much. what it is. I, I I completely get Smash. It's I'm hopeless. I don't know. I can't even wrap my mind around that game i'm no. like uh, sure <laughs> so that's what i've been playing what have you guys been playing lots uh, i mean clash royale but other things too clash yes. royale lots of clash royale dodger i believe you've been playing stardew valley or as oh i like to call God. it stardew valley in which so a community of space jews have come down valley. to live okay. together in harmony here's what i don't understand is that Okay, so when I played Animal Crossing, right, I was like, this game is bogus. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do in it. It's really boring. There's no Pro tip, it's not an actual game. It's It's masquerading as a game. But I had so many friends who were like, I've sunk hundreds of hours into Animal Crossing. Uh, I'm getting everything and all of the people in town. And So I've suggested Stardew Valley to those friends because I've been like, all right, you're definitely the sort of mind where you're going to be like, I need to have full hearts with everyone. I need to, you know, get all the fish for the fish bundle and like all that shit, right? Every one of my friends who loves Animal Crossing does not get Stardew Valley. They're just like, I don't know. It's like confusing. I'm like, how? It's so intuitive. uh, I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's because Animal Crossing isn't a game. And, and this is that's why they're confused I don't it's just like I don't get it am I supposed to like clear out my whole farm and then go from there and I'm like no you clear out enough room that like you can like start your like you just need enough space to put down your first you know like patch of soil so that you can like grow a thing right like it's it's like a process and they're like wait but like the first day I didn't go and talk to everybody in the town like is that bad and I'm like it's Oh my god. Like, you know like, why that is? It's because Stardew Valley is a video game, and, and Animal Crossing isn't. And... I just... I don't... It's it's weird to me, because I think Stardew Valley is very intuitive. I think that it's like a much better version of Harvest Moon, and I'm loving the shit out of it, and Sebastian is best boy. But A like, lot of people are loving this game. It's doing incredibly it's so well on Steam. It's not my thing at all. People have no doubt been wondering, like, no. why haven't you done your video on Stardew Valley? It's like, 
Do you does this look like my kind of game? Like does, not even close. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. It, it, I have zero interest, but I also know this is a game that people will love that I won't. Like it's just another person's yeah. game. Definitely um, not for me either. I was trying to figure out who I wanted to bone in this game. Because, of course, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, there's right. like there's as like you do five girls and five guys, uh-huh. and you can you know get full hearts with any of them or whatever. Yes, of course. Um, That's how it works. So I'm like talking with all of the the eligible singles within the town, and some mm. of them are just so boring and dumb. And there's one dude who is almost always just locked in his room on the computer, and I was like, I gotta fucking talk to that guy. I have to fucking talk to that guy eventually. So I finally did, and it was hilarious because I was like, oh my god, he's us! Because the very first scene that you have with him is he's on the computer, and his mom comes downstairs and is like, Sebastian, your friends are, are gonna come over and like, and they want to hang out with you. And he's like, but I'm working. And she's like, yeah, but you're just like on the computer. And he's like, no, but I'm like, I'm working though. This is like my job. Why oh my does god, nobody take this seriously? me. I know! He was like, why does everybody think I can just drop what I'm doing and hang out with them just because I do my job on the computer? This is my actual job. Like, why can nobody respect It's all this? of us! So I was like, oh Holy my shit. god! Holy <laughs> shit! I know! And so I was like, I have to, I have to date this guy now. Like, he's the one. He's the chosen one. And his room oh is, like, god. littered with board games. I was like, I need, like, he's the only one. <laughs> like, all of the other people you are boring Sam now. You stripping in a fucking video game about farming. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's, uh, I mean... The dude, if you, on the wiki, you can look up um, what sort of gifts everybody likes. And oh, Sebastian's Jesus. favorite gifts are gems. So there's that, what? too. Wait, he's, what? He's like, he's a special snowflake. I, I don't leave him. my house, but I do love gemstones. He does. <laughs> he's super into frozen Gems are truly which, outrageous. Which you get by killing monsters, which is really, like, macabre. But, um, yeah. It's good. It's good shit. <laughs> frozen tears. Yeah. Oh my god. Jen Frozen has been playing tears. the shit out of it, it, loving it. And Who is Jen boning? Do you know? I don't know, actually. Jenna, tell me. Jenna, who, who are you boning? I would, who I would you love boning? it if you just got like a signal sent to you, like, Jenna! And it's like, <laughs> the bone signal has been activated. <laughs> she... Oh, she went for Leah. Great. Okay. All good. right. Good to know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Jenna! <laughs> Jenna! <laughs> that sounds about right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I I think a lot of people find those games very therapeutic, very cathartic. I am not the kind of person that enjoys gathering materials to build shit. Like right. Terraria was barely tolerable. This is like <laughs> the bits out of Terraria that I liked aren't there, and the bits that I didn't have been exacerbated. So like, oh no, this is you know, I, I, I didn't like Harvest Moon either, you know, and I don't yeah. think I like Stardew Valley as a result. Like, I look, I've looked at it, I've watched the gameplay, I'm like, this is not going to be my game at all. I, I know this for a fact, nor do I have the time even if it were. So, but that's, I can totally see why people go for it. That's the thing, is if this is your sort of game, it's a huge time sink. It's yeah. definitely, I very rarely have games nowadays nowadays like back in the day when i was a child i very rarely have games where i sit to play them and then i'm like holy fuck it's three in the morning and that's been this game the last uh week or so so that's been fun that's been fun and at the same time i'm like where are my days going <laughs> like i don't understand oh yeah it's so yeah definitely seems like fun. a huge time sink it's i don't it doesn't seem very interesting to watch which is why i'm kind of surprised that people are watching it it's like this is ten minutes of somebody getting corn. Like, what? 
Why? My favorite, thing, my favorite thing about these types of games or just like when these games become popular is how my Twitter feed just exuberates. Like people will be like Stardew Valley, Animal Crossing and Harvest Moon. Great. I know exactly what Stardew Valley is because of Animal <laughs> Crossing and Harvest Moon. And Twitter in less than one tweet a thousand times has told me what it is. So I don't yeah. need to see it or play it. It's great. I love it. Love that shit. Love it. Love it. I love that shit. so good. I love that shit. And the four-player co-op is coming out. Now, that would be fun. That would be a fun thing to do. I would play that with three other people. I cannot fathom how bored I'd be doing that all alone. (laughs) Like, I would just be like, oh, my shit. That's real. More farming. Like, but with friends, I can see how that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of opportunities to mess with each other. Yeah. It's really funny because the the trailer, I think it's an official trailer. And steal their girlfriend. Oh, Oh! that's my plan. I think there's a, I think it's an official trailer for the co-op where it's like one dude being like, okay, so I'm going to take the seeds and you just like put down a couple of lines with the hoe and then we'll we'll like double this up and make it go faster. And she's like, okay. And she just starts like digging in random spots that make no sense. And he's like, are you are you drunk? <laughs> like made me laugh. But um, yeah, the co-op looks fun. You could just like have a big old farm together and whatnot. Yeah, no. <laughs> Why not? I've already explained myself. God damn Jesse. it! My just Jesse, what are you solid. playing? What am I playing? Yeah. Thanks, podcast. Uh, well, first off, before I say what I'm playing, I'm going to shamelessly plug, because I have an entire committee messaging Sweet. me. I'm shamelessly going to plug CoxCon, because wanna, we would love to finally sell all those tickets, because there's a few left, and we want to get rid of them. So, CoxCon.co.uk. That's been selling pretty fast. How's it went on there? sale Saturday? Saturday? Oh, and they're almost sold out. Yeah, they're almost gone. So, jump on that shit, internet, so I can say they're sold out already. Thank you. Coxcon.co.uk. Take the site down. Make Lewis lose his mind. All right. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Moving on. Um, I have, All right. So this week, I uh, got caught up in some minor insanity. I was, for those who, who didn't see my countless tweets, I uh, was part of a GOG, like, sale, right? And mm, so yeah. I selected a bunch of games, GOG put them all on sale, and then I, d- of course, I downloaded every single one of those games, and uh, for a little bit of a stream, and then pretty much a lot this past week, I played the Seventh Guest. Oh um, my god! If you that? have oh, never played this game, it's a cheesy classic. Seventh Guest and the Eleventh Hour are two of like the most classic point-and-click puzzle games ever. Like some of the best, but they are super old and super silly now. So, <laughs> seventh guest, the premise is uh, a crazy inventor uh, who creates all sorts of wild things that end up like he makes a doll, but the doll, like everyone who has the doll dies. He does, like crazy shit. He eventually has a dream to build a house, and in that house, it's all puzzles, and he invites six people over, but it turns out that they, he's given them all a note saying there's a seventh guest that's either here or going to arrive, and that guest, if you figure out who that is, is going to be able to grant you all your wishes. And so it's this crazy-ass story, and you're another person there who's not one of these six, and there's a little boy. Like, it's crazy. But needless to say, they're all ghosts, and it's all weird shit, and it's all cheesy, 
FMV. Like, FMV 1994 quality. It's amazing. There oh, is man. there's like a sassy woman who sleeps with an older dude. There's a there's uh, one woman who goes crazy and like starts to turn into a baby. There is like so much shit happening. But then throughout all of it is puzzles, lots and lots of puzzles. Very much, um, I guess, like the witness light at this point because they're much easier. But eventually you come across puzzles that are just crazy pants. Oh, TB's in the room right now where uh, if, if you're seeing the bedroom, that is the room where the like sexy young lady seduces the man. And she's like, if you help me get what I want, I'll help you get what you want. And then if you click on the bed, it's like, oh, oh, it's... It's great. It's great. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's like a really crazy. I, I remember, I vividly remember when I was younger being horrified by this game, like totally spooked out. There's scenes where like people turn into skeletons and crazy shit. Like, I mean, a guy's head exploded only a yes, few minutes ago. Yes. Yes. People it's like, there's one where a woman turns into like a, a goat, like her head becomes like a Satan goat, like crazy. It's, there's there's a really famous image of when you go up the stairs for the first time, you see a painting. The painting does like that face press thing. It's like, like someone's on the other side trying to get out. Right. And I remember as a kid being horrified of this. When you go back <laughs> and you watch it because it has to load everything, it loads the, it goes like, and it goes, it's like, this isn't scary anymore. It's, it's a really fun, really creative game, but... Knowing most of the puzzles from the years of playing it, knowing most of the puzzles, I realized that it's it's just like it is a game that is built around the premise that you're not going to be able to figure out the puzzles. So it's maybe two hours worth of actual content. Yes. But because the puzzles are so hard at some points, there's one that's a uh, puzzle where you have to move black rooks and white rooks from one side to the other. And... They don't explain how to do the puzzle. So until you figure out how to do it, it's so effing confusing. I think I streamed it and spent an hour on that one puzzle and lost my mind until I figured it out. When I figured it out, it's literally like, oh, well, it's, you know, rooks, they move diagonal. So when you're moving everything across, you just have to make sure the red and the black don't hit each other. Rooks move diagonal in what Bishops, bishops, I'm sorry. Bishops, bishops, bishops. My bad. Bishops uh, move diagonal. So it's bishops, and so you just have to, like, make sure they don't hit each other. It's a crazy puzzle that is just, like, I'm glad none of this was explained to me. But uh, the whole puzzle, every room has puzzles, and every puzzle is, like, this weird, creepy kind of, like, spoopy. Um, it's really, really, it's, it's definitely a classic game. If, it's one, if you ever can find it on sale, which it was, uh, you should play it just because it is... Uh, like one of the one of the best old games that ever was, and that and eleventh uh, hour are phenomenal. Um, other than that, I literally just started playing uh, Oxenfree, which I think is like oh, a really I still cool game. Tried that yet? So the basic premise is you're this girl who's literally Dodger right now. Like the Dodger you see right now is that Dodger, blue hair. Like oh, it's it's basically you. Okay. And, all right. And okay. So, so I'm in. The way you play this game is it's all through, well, for the most part, it's all through interaction with your friends. So someone will say something, they'll ask you a question, they'll do all these different things, and then 
chat bubbles will appear, and you have a limited amount of time to answer. It's very much like all these the games that I'll are very tell. yeah. So chat bubbles appear, you have limited time to answer, but based on the way you answer and based on what you do in the overworld, you can change your character. So a good example is the very first thing you do is you're headed to a beach party, and you when you get to the beach party. There is, you can smoke, you can drink, you can do hash brownies, you can like do all this stuff, or you can just sit there and throw rocks, or you can play uh, uh, Truth or Slap, which is Truth or Dare, but they decided the dares were too dangerous, so rather than, you know, if you don't answer, they just slap you, and so, <laughs> uh, yeah, and you just, it's, it's basically you can like be a team, but you can decide what team you're going to be, and then that influences stuff as, as things go on, and then you go and you explore a cave, and when you explore the cave, shit gets real cray and becomes, like, super spoopy. And it's actually a uh, – I won't say a horror game because I don't know that yet. But it's definitely a psychological thriller because shit goes down. And at the end of the first episode, I was like, what is happening? It's really, it really good. No, no, no. I, I, episode of, like, the Let's Play. Oh, so, oh, 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 oh. But, like, but like but where it. I – it's – yeah, it's it's a – Sort of like a creepy, uh, something's happening on this island that that you, the five characters, have no clue what it is, and it's super spoopy. So I just started playing that, and I, I actually really enjoyed it. I know some people are like, "This dialogue's cheesy." It it's like a bunch Welcome of teens. To any game about teenagers. Yeah, it's a bunch of teenagers. <laughs> yeah. on that was island. the same people had the same problem with fucking Life is Strange. It's, it's like, strange. have you ever talked to a seventeen-year-old girl? Yeah, right. they do sound like that sometimes. Bear yeah, that in mind. It, that it's that makes sense in the context of the game. Yeah, there's there's all the characters. So you you play Alex, who's like the. I actually love the fact that they named all the characters after like emotional teens. So you play Alex, who's like this. You know, she's her brother died, and she has a stepbrother Jonas, who uh, they don't really know each other very well. And she brought him to the island to get to know him. There's Ren, who is the like. He talks too much, and he's that guy. There's Nona, who's like the little Asian girl, and she's just friends with this girl, Clarissa, who is a just super bitch. And so all the tropes are there. But, you know, it's Clarissa that explains it all, right? It's like all the different, like, the Jonas Brothers. like So, like, every all the, like, tropey things. Of course, Ren's there, and I don't know if it's Kylo Ren, but I want it to be Kylo Ren. (laughs) Like, everyone's there. That's a different game altogether at that point oh the kylo ren jokes do not stop in my let's play get ready for that when ren talks i'm just like full in same with clarissa <laughs> she explains everything it doesn't stop guys so yeah and it's um it's you know like there's characters that are like don't tell her i like her and apparently there's multiple endings so if you do say like oh yeah he totally likes you. Like, that can change the course of the game. If you tell characters to go certain locations, they can live or die based on your actions. So it's very much similar to uh, Until Dawn in that way. But again, I like, so far, it's just spooky. Like, you have a radio. And the radio, you can tune into channels. And so far, I found Morse code on one. And I was like, if anyone knows what this is, let me know. There's crazy lights that shine when you do it. Like, it crazy shit happens with this radio. But you're on an island that's supposed to have no signals at all. Like, it's supposed to have no signals. And the kids brought the radio out there because there's the legend of the spooky signals. And Ren's like, of course it's aliens. And so, you know. And then he gets high on pot brownies. So it's, you don't know who to trust in the game. You're like, you're all high. How do you even know this is happening? So, 
I like it. Yeah, it's great. It's really cool. I uh, would highly recommend it. And our buddy, uh, uh, Brittany Johnson. Yeah, is, Brittany Johnson is... is Nona in that game. Yeah. You know Brittany Johnson because she w- she's a, uh, what's her face in Borderlands? Angel. The, go- the angel. Just go. Yeah, every time I'm with her, I'm like, just look at her eyes and you'll you'll get it. It'll, it'll all, this That's bit real. right here, this bit right here, boom, you're done. Angel. Yep. yep. There it is. So, cool. There you go. Cool Shall game. we take a break? Yes, of course. Sure. The answer is yes, we shall. We will be right back after this wonderful ad for Crunchyroll.com slash TotalBiscuit as yelled by Octopump and a little bit of music. We'll be right back after the break with more video games. Possibly. You're watching the Corruptional Podcast. Don't go anywhere. Possibly. Good morning, class. Welcome to Anime Possibly. 101. Today we'll be learning about some real shit. Sit smile. down and listen up. You want anime? Peel back your eyelids and cram this in your side hole. Crunchyroll is an online service that gives you anime 24 hours a day. Ah! They have every type of anime you've ever wanted in the past, present, and future. Crunchyroll uses a complex algorithm powered by modern technology that predicts what anime you will most love, cherish, and want to be projected on your tube. Stone after you die from watching too much anime. Well, they can't do that, but they do have Crunchyroll Premium, which lets you watch anime ad free and eye explodingly magnificent 1080p. You like that manly anime, right? Watch the manliest anime of all time on Crunchyroll.com. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Fist of the North Star, Inferno Cop, My Little Sister Can't Be This Cute, and more. Go to TryCrunchyroll.com for your free 14-day trial. Be there or be dead. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. Got a game of Clash Royale in during the break. Feeling pretty good, won it? It's good. Great. Got got an Asian name, so feeling pretty proud of myself. Dude, Jesse found some blast from the past photos. It was amazing. If you want to see see some photos of when all of us just started... Facebook.com slash the Jesse Cox. Go into the albums and go, just go back in time. There's some, I'm pasting. I'm pasting. There's some. There's Hello. one. There's one photo that is basically Dodger being a prophet. Dodger being <laughs> a prophet. <laughs> oh my god. That one made me laugh so hard. I was like, oh my god. Who knew? Yeah. Freaking. No. Like those are so long ago. Yeah. That, but but that, it's like, who is this? Who is this? Who is this redheaded? little <laughs> child that joined us on the street. <laughs> I was saying to Jesse, I was like, oh my god, I still have all, like, that entire outfit. Like, everything <laughs> that I'm wearing in those yep. pictures from years ago. I'm like, I still have that's It's incredible. I mean, you've grown 35 years since then. You're now, yes, you're now in your mid-50s. <laughs> you've aged so rapidly. You're like, oh. <laughs> you're like a clone. You're just disintegrating. <laughs> Uh, oh man, yeah. All oh, those. This that last photo is a bit. Oh, I gotta say that last photo. Yeah, no, I said that's, that's the one. That's, that's the, the one, one where I'm. I'm. Uh, we went there. We prophet. went there to go see them, and they just weren't at their booth. So we took that photo, and then now looking back, Oops. that is the most prophetic photo <laughs> ever taken. <laughs> oh god, is that funny? Oh dear. Oh my god. All right. Yes. Welcome back to the Crossroad Podcast. He. Um, we do occasionally talk about video games. Yeah. Well, yeah, and sometimes video games that never came out. Who knows? But, <laughs> yeah. All right. Fire Emblem. 
Oh, have you finally played it? Did you yep. play it? Yep. Yep. Uh, the conquest. Okay. Uh-oh. Game. Oh, are you about to say what I think you're about to say about that one? <laughs> All right. Game itself, fucking great. Story? Excellent. Wait, I'm not done yet. God damn it. Let me, let me lead into this. You've got to <laughs> ramp up to this kind of bullshit. Mechanically, the game is so fucking blime. Presentation-wise, also amazing. Incredible cutscenes, great animation, visually, great characterization. Love it to bits. Writing. Motherfucking pickles. Pickles! Why? Why pickles? The answer is the localization. That is the reason why apparently they have changed the nature of entire characters to be meme spouting idiots. One of which, every time you fucking level up your friendship with him, he's blabbering on about his love of pickles and the personification of pickles. There are entire conversations in that game which no longer exist. They are just dots. Fucking wait. dots. Yep. So, wait. So, what was he talking about originally? Now, that is a great question. I believe there was a <laughs> translation online. I'm going to assume it wasn't dicks. Like, it's not that no. straightforward. No, but like... I, don't, I don't believe so. I don't believe so. I'm going to see if there is a translation for it. Because uh, there are a number of articles that have said the localization and the fucking thing is just terrible, you know, which I do not at well, all disagree with. I, I I would definitely say like so conquest and birthright. Just so you know, these are two technically separate versions of the game, but just so we're all clear on this, TB, you played conquest, yes? Yes. All right. The localization for both is terrible, but. Birthright at least has what passes as, like, a great story. Conquest, the story is lackluster at best. Like, it is kind of disappointing and really shows where they let down on the localization stuff. Because, oh my god, it is blatant how, like, they're just, like, they literally do the Squall thing of rather than... So for those who didn't know, in Final Fantasy VIII, Squall, our hero, he actually talks in the Japanese version of the game. And the American version... That blew my mind when I yes. found that out. <laughs> and the American version, they localize the shit out of it, and everything he says is dot, 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 dot. He doesn't respond to anything. Which blows... And they literally did that with Conquest. It's insane. That's crazy that they did that. Yeah. I mean, their entire conversation's missing. The thing about Hazami, who is the character who turns into Pickles, is that... You know, and I did some research on this, and according to people who have actually translated it, in the original Japanese version, he's kind of a serious character... <coughs> but he also kind of likes pickles a bit, you know? He just happens to like pickles. That's a little... Okay. It's a little bit of so garnish on his character. Yeah? Well, sure. no, it's not be It's not accurate now because literally that's all he talks about now. He just spouts memes about pickles. That, that's not a... That's not an accurate translation. That's not localization. That's bullshit. Like, that's someone who took creative license with the localization and ran it in a completely different direction. They very much changed Elfie, who apparently in the Japanese version, very much kind of gentle giant. That's her sort of character. In the American version, she is basically a jock. She's obsessed with muscles and biceps, which is, again, completely different to her Japanese character. 
They fucked with loads of stuff. Not to mention the fact the voice acting is awful. It's half arsed at best. It, some of it is absolutely cringeworthy. And if I recall correctly, the game does not have a dual audio option. So you're no. stuck with the American voices regardless of whether or not you want them. Absolutely. And you know what bothers me most about this whole thing? Because this is hardly the first time I've had a bad localization. The thing that bothers me most is apparently this game is the cause de jour of certain games journalists who are defending localization and claiming that nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about and they have absolutely no right to criticize this awful writing because localization. Apparently localization is something you can't criticize anymore. Just, just, you know, just let you know. A couple Why? of games uh, because reasons. Because gamers are stupid. Ha! Huh. They complain about everything. Look at how much smarter I am than them. It, there's literally no good reason for it. Like, the, the people who try to defend this are idiotic. Because they especially, have... Especially... Mm, I was gonna say, especially when you come at it from the angle of... Right, but bad localization is ruining and really disrespecting yes. the original writers of these characters... It so is, how can you possibly defend that? It, it, it's weird, because isn't that literally appropriation? Like, you're taking their character and their culture and you're fucking with it and changing it to supposedly match what you think your demographic is in the West, of mm -hmm. which I don't believe you have any real evidence to suggest that that is the case. Like, I do not mind changing some stuff to be more appropriate for Western audiences. Like, you know, the example... If I, uh, it's one character, I can't remember who, and I'm not going to make the mistake of pretending who, in Xeno Blade X thing, that game, who was like 13 years old, and apparently you can't change her bus size anymore, and you can't put her in a like, bikini. Okay, that's cool. I don't mind that. You know, in Japan, 13-year-old in bikini, apparently that's okay. Over here, we're a little bit more sensitive about that. All right. You know, that, that, is, that is reasonable. That's okay. Mm. You know, it would be nice if you had both options so people can choose, but you know what? Cool. When you start rewriting the script and changing, changing the characters. nature of characters for no good reason, that's when I have the problem. Because well, good, lo good localization only changes something if it doesn't make any sense yes. within the culture that they're translating to. So um, some kind of cultural joke, cultural reference, they'll alter that in order to make it more palatable. You know, right. if you watch Crunchyroll, you know exactly how that works. Uh, especially, like, you watch Log Horizon. There's so much in the translation of that that it's clear, like, the localization team based this on WoW. A hundred percent. And I don't think the original dialogue did. I doubt it, because WoW wasn't as popular in Japan. So it's probably based on Japanese MMOs, etc. But that made sense, localization-wise. They kept the spirit of the original dialogue and changed it in a way that made sense and was palatable. But it's also this? about being like a, a like the team needs to be a, you know a good writer and it's not just about translation it's about the flow of it and the characters talking to each other. So a, a really really great example is long ago I was obsessed with a guy named Alexander O Smith who worked for SquareSoft. And this was the dude who did Vagrant Story which is a phenomenally like it's an amazing game. The story is the best part of it and the translation's phenomenal. He did Final Fantasy 12, so he was the guy who who made Final Fantasy twelve, which is the game itself is okay. But this, like the characters are the best part. Like the characters are amazing, and he's the guy who was in charge of like I want to make these characters real. Like that dude 
understood the point of it was it doesn't matter what the 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 like it, it's not about trying to make it easily digestible it's about making a story like a story that flows throughout the entire game like changing it to be like you know his thing's pickles so it's all pickles right like it's not about that it's yeah. about like Okay, so in this one scene, they had it that that he was he likes pickles. So if he likes pickles, maybe down the line we can throw them another reference. But like, there's no reason to like. It just seems like whoever they put on this was someone who just they didn't we understand gotta, we gotta what get the this character shit out. was. Yeah, they, like it's about it's understanding lazy. the characters and the story. Yeah, it's it's very lazy. The writing in this is lazy. The translations are lazy, uh, and to an extent, some of the voice acting is super lazy. Oh, uh, really? It's, yeah. I mean, the, the, there were rumors floating around the place that the voice actors on the English version were never given proper direction, so they just read them as they, you know, whatever they liked, and apparently that was okay, but there's no real confirmation of that. And the fact of the matter is, like, I'm sorry, I- I'm going to say this to everybody who has tried to defend this, because you've all defended it in a really shitty way, because you've defended it through a straw man argument. You've defended localization in general and claimed that that is a defense of bad localization. It's not. You know, you can defend localization and I'm on board with you. I do believe some things probably should be changed to be culturally appropriate depending on where you happen to be. Great. That's cool. I accept that. That's reasonable. But you're defending bad localization and saying that we can't criticize that? Fuck you. You criticize writing all the time. This is writing. There's no difference. This is writing. I'm criticizing Absolutely. the Absolutely writing. writing. The reason why the writing is bad is irrelevant. I don't care why it's bad. All I know is it's fucking bad. And I'm going to criticize it. Is you could literally, if they didn't have translators and they just threw it in Google Translate, with the information out of that, if you were a good writer, you could take that information and craft a story that it might not even be the same story, but it would still fit and be, it's all about the writing and the storytelling that they literally just don't have those people. Like they don't have those people on board. They, I, I guarantee you, they just have a bunch of translators who are like, I think I guess this works. Treehouse like, translation just sucks. I mean, there's, there's just there's no other way around it, as far as I'm concerned. You know, if you're okay, I'm I'm only okay with it because I'm skipping most of the shit. I don't care. I'm in Fire Emblem for the battles, for the gear, and the leveling up, and I'm having a blast doing all those things. It is, in my opinion, the best Fire Emblem so far in that regard. But the story. Well, I- is bollocks, and the localization is the main reason for that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play uh, the ignorant guy who knows nothing mm-hmm. um, and, and just kind of try and, and not necessarily defend, but kind of rationalize why it came sure. out this way, right? So, uh, and maybe you guys know more about this in terms of localization, but um, it's to my understanding that some studios or, or some companies, when they receive, when they delegate stuff to other people, um, to get stuff done because the games are so grandiose that certain parts are given to certain people and not necessarily like checked upon. So could it be this kind of thing where it was like, all right, person A, B, and C got this half of the game and person E, F, and G or whoever got this part of the game and just Which, didn't But that's really... a failure of leadership. Like, right, that's negligence. Right. Never be I don't like excuse that. that. Right. I mean, you're, no, pro- no, you're probably correct. Like, as opposed to actual malice... You're probably correct. You know, never attribute to malice that which can be adequately explained by stupidity. And especially when it comes to companies, never attribute to malice that which can be adequately explained by not spending enough money. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Or enough time. I, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out where the, where the <laughs> just translation is. Because uh, that's kind of the only reason why I could really see that kind well, of Well, that's, that's because thing. games like this, 
and it's one of those things where if your team in Japan has a story writer and like if you have all these different roles and titles and you have all these teams developing characters and this and that, the American version should have like the translated version should have something equal to that job title. Like I'm going to oversee the entire story to make sure all this doesn't come out mm -hmm. shit. Yes, because it needs and to evidently make sense. that didn't happen. You know, we're talking about quality control here. Right. And evidently, quality control was not exercised in this case. And fact of the matter is that I don't... I'd love to know why it is that apparently this game is the one that the game's press have got a sudden hard-on to defend. I don't know why that is. I, I am going to assume because there is a tiny tangential is that a word i don't know tangential, uh, tangential yeah. is the word i'm is looking for tangential relationship to gamergate in some way that's probably what? why Wait, people what? have gone full fucking Wait, moron on what? it why where what i'm not i'm not going to i'm not going into it not going into it it's a bag of fucking worms it's not even fucking worth it but uh, people go full moron when any it, when it's ever ever suggested that that it's got anything to do with that you know, because you have to automatically oppose anything that Gamergate, whatever Gamergate is, Gamergate isn't a thing, by the way. It's literally a hashtag. It's a nothing. Whatever they support, we must oppose because they are literally Hitler. I was like, did you even, I mean, what the fuck even is this anymore? Is it even a thing? It's not, it's not a club. It's not a group of people. It's, it's a fucking hashtag that people use. And some of them are idiots and some of them probably aren't idiots. And you know, the, it's like you can't, you're not going to blame a hashtag for everything that's wrong in your life. Come on! I think at the end of the day, too, though, it's also about the clicks, right? Like they need the views. Let's let's talk about it. We I, need the I think I think it's a great deal of that. I I do. You but know? I don't. I just I don't understand. I want to see a good defense of it. I want to see a good defense of it that isn't because if you're defending localization in general, okay, cool, because localization is it one necessary in my opinion, and two appropriate. In terms of both being culturally appropriate and being culturally intelligible, you know? Because I need to know what these people are actually saying. You know, if yeah. you fill your shit with Japanese references, I'm not going to get it because I'm not well, Japanese. Like, it, it's, it's, it's definitely one of those things where it, it comes down to, again, having a good lead writer. Someone who can take the story and even if you go a different direction with it, make it a cohesive narrative that and if you look back throughout being an old school RPG player, most of the RPGs, the JRPGs we played in the late '90s, mid '90s, early '90s, were not at all telling the same story that you got in Japanese no. games. And it was, but it was still an amazing story that you got to experience from start to finish. And sure, it's a little different than what you, what the Japanese players saw, but it doesn't matter because they took the time to make it something that would really relate to American audiences. And mm -hmm. that's all we're asking for. We're not saying, like, oh, we need to change the industry. We just need, like, a few people here and there to actually care just about the shit they make and not, and not throw out garbage. That's all. It's, it, I don't understand why this is, like, a huge deal. It's literally people saying, hey, we would have loved this game to be amazing. It's gr got great gameplay. Great. There's a lot of cool story bits mm -hmm. that I think had it been, like, fleshed out and actually taken care of and, like, you know, nurtured to be a great story. This could have been... Maybe one of the best games I played in a long time, but there's a you know it just it's heartbreaking that all we're saying is we're fans and we want it to be better. That's it. Don't get you don't get all crazy, internet. That, that it would be lovely if people just didn't get crazy. Yeah, over everything. You know, 
And that, that it really is on all sides, but I will say that if you happen to be in a position of power in games media, you have a certain responsibility not to be a fucking moron. And unfortunately, you continually fail to do so. So please stop being fucking morons. Is it that much to ask? Are they? Someone in chat said they're still translating the EU version. They're still translating it. Yeah, I like mean, it's not done yet. Yeah, it's, it's not uncommon for EU versions of stuff like that to be late. Uh, the EU version isn't out yet, so we don't even know how the European version is going to be. It might be better, like, yeah. but yeah. but I don't know if they're going to retranslate the English. Probably not. I imagine they'll use the American translation for the English. The question yeah. is, will they then translate the English into French, German, Spanish, etc., or will they translate the Japanese? Into That'll German, French, Spanish, yeah. etc. That that's interesting to me. I wonder. It will be curious to find that out. Uh, just to cap this section off, I'd like to give you 14 seconds of Hazami's greatest hits. Oh, Jesus. In terms of uh, pickles. So, if you would be silent for the next 14 seconds as we bow our heads in quiet contemplation and worship at the altar of glorious localization. Let's try that again. Here we go. You're cuter than a pickled cucumber. You know that? We will ferment in love's pickle barrel all our days. You're so delicious. Our love is stronger than the world's most pungent pickle. Won't you dive into the brine with me? In the year of our Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Kotaku, Amen. 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 All right, that's Fire Emblem. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> something else. Uh, anyone else got a game they've been playing this week? I've been, like, low-key playing The Witness still. Okay. And oh, my God, yes. You're actually tolerating that game. I, I heard, I, though I heard you were running I'm, into some frustration. Oh, well, I'm very slowly making my way through it. Um, I've realized, like, it took a while for me to realize that if I get to a puzzle and I don't, understand it then i haven't been to the area where they teach it to you yet yes um so i kept like i would i felt like i was just running into a brick wall forever just like i don't every time i see this thing i don't know what it means and i've never seen it in like a simpler sense so i guess i'm just supposed to figure it out and then it was like no like the world is much bigger than you think it is you just need to keep exploring it eventually it'll be taught to you and it's fine um that game interestingly though I feel is designed to make you feel like you're going crazy. Like, yeah, you definitely, as you continue to play the game and I don't know, maybe this is a spoiler. Like, do you want to throw out the spoiler warning at let, this let's point? The do game's it just been out for safe. a while, but yeah, just in case. Let, let, yeah. let me, hang on a minute. Let me, let me, nope, that's the wrong button. It's like, <laughs> Gerard, you've now become Laura K. Buzz. Congratulations. Uh, we're going to fix that. There we go. Nope, that's in the wrong place. I wish I was better. All right, cool. Spoiler warning is now up for the witness. And okay. I managed to block out the text. I'm so bad at this. All right. <laughs> There's no excuse. All right. Um, so... You obviously, as you continue to play the game, you see puzzles in the real world, right? Like you'll be like, "That looks oddly similar to a puzzle." Yes. Like that. Oh, that's, that's a shape the main that I've seen thing of the game. Puzzles. Isn't that's it? weird, right? So, like, it took me a while to be like, "What happens if I try to do that puzzle, though?" And like no. the puzzles that are in the real world work. You can do them, um, which has made it so that. All of the puzzles that are like legitimate puzzles on screens, I don't give a fuck about anymore. I now spend all of my time when I'm playing that game doing puzzles in 
the like for reals life of the witness. Okay. Um, which has created like a weird situation where I feel like I'm not progressing anymore. It feels like I'm just sort of satisfying this weird need in my brain to do the puzzles that are found, you know, in the landscape, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like those progress the game at all. And I don't, I'm, I can't tell whether or not they do at this point. I feel like they probably don't because I'm not learning how to do new puzzles. I'm not getting into new areas. I'm literally just looking frantically around for puzzles that are in the world. And it feels like I'm just, again, running into a brick wall, but in a way that's a bit more satisfying to me. I don't know. It's, uh, I, I don't know how to feel about The Witness right now. <laughs> because it's, it's frustrating constantly running into puzzles that I don't know how to do and then being like, okay, well, I guess I got to walk around some more. So I guess it, for me, once I realized that I could do puzzles in the landscape, it was like, oh, that's something that I can do regardless, right? Like if I see a puzzle in the landscape and I just move myself around enough, eventually I'll be able to do that puzzle. And that's wound up being more satisfying than feeling like I need to just constantly walk around. Do we still have a, uh, uh, the spoiler up yeah okay so dodger i want to blow your mind here so i'm 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 for i i I have been playing the witness by myself just in my free time because there's no way i would ever show the world how bad i am at puzzles more than once right so i um here's the basic gist i've been hunting for the mysterious jonathan blow secret this is actually the real ending thing for some time now and there's so many layers in this game. So there's, there's, there's the audio recordings. There's right. the video recordings. There's the puzzles you can find in the environment. There's all these things. Then there's the actual island itself is another layer. There are actual things on the island, physical things that are the puzzles. Right. Like, like buildings and shit. Like right. I, and then there's another level after that. Like literally in the first few minutes of the game, there's a puzzle that you won't ever see the first time you play the game until you beat it. Go back, play the game again. And you'll be like, I never noticed this was even a thing. Because it's one of those things where the whole point of the game is like it keeps enlightening you as you go through the game. Like it's going to, the more you play, the more you see. And, and that's the whole point of the very first video. It's like mankind needs to, like the more they learn, the more they realize they don't know. So they keep searching for blah, 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 blah. And it sounds literally, to me like you've had your mind. Jonathan Blown. Jonathan Blown. Yes. Oh, yes. So literally, the very beginning has a puzzle that you're just like, I did not know that was even there. So, like, this hunt to find the secret ending has got me into, like, some deep lost shit. I don't know what any of it means. (laughs) I am, I honestly don't know what, like, I know there's a secret here. I just don't know if it's one of those, like, don't you see? It's about the human condition. Or if there's really like an actual, like, I'm slowly losing my mind. It's driving yeah, me crazy. Like, seriously, I feel like this game is designed to do that, though, right? To, like, just make you be like, what am I missing? I'm obviously missing something. And uh, I guess there are, like, four secret endings, and not all of them have been found by right. anyone yet. Right. At right. least anybody right. who's, because... like, been on the internet and been like, I found a thing. Because a lot of people are still... Asking what the point of the all the statues are, what right. the point of the boxes are. There's a lot of things in the game that just don't have a point, but look cool. And like if you there's there's one, I think you and I were talking about this. There's one with the the guy who's like like the statue 
who <gasps> the statue's reaching for the cup, and if you go behind him, he's reaching for the sun. That yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of that shit all over this game, and people are like, "What does any of this mean?" And it could be. It very well could be a thing like M Night Shyamalan, where after he made one twist movie, everyone expected it to have twists, and <laughs> so he needed to make twists. twists on twists on twists on twists on twists. With a yeah. twist. And so <laughs> it's it may not be that there's a crazy twist in this one, but after Braid, everyone's like, "What is what is the actual real what's thing, John? What's the what's the real crazy thing?" And I am on that camp. Like, there's got to be something else here because being the game, you're like, "All right, well, okay." But it's not – there's more. There's more to it. I just don't know I'm going to find you, son of a bitch. I'm going to find it, Johnny Blow. When I do, by <laughs> God, I'm – oh, Johnny Blow. <laughs> I can't even – I can't even – it's – You've it's, got You've got to respect the guy for being able to create something that is driving you that insane. Yeah, totally. That – Oh yeah. N- never like, let I'm gonna it get be in said. your head, and then you're like, "Fuck, you got in my head." <laughs> never let it be said that Jonathan Blow is not one of the smartest people in the games industry. I have a fuckload of respect for him for that, even though I yeah. hate his games. Uh, but that's that's my own personal. I feel you know why I hate his games because they make me feel stupid. You know? Oh, totally. They yeah, they, I feel that's very a, stupid. When that's I'm a valid witness. complaint about a game. Yeah, yeah. Th- those games. Yeah. I am not smart enough for Jonathan Blow's games. I'll freely admit that. And regardless, I have a ton of respect for the guy. And it sounds like the witness, despite being literally forty dollars of line puzzles, has managed to be an awful lot more than that. If you yep. continue to dive into it, yeah, it, like like literally the world, the island you're on has puzzles that you're just like w- like when you see it from a different angle, you're like, wait, that castle, it, the castle itself. Yeah, I, I do love that idea. Like, your know, perspective crazy. tricks and you know, things like, um, apparently sound is a big deal in that game, and which is cool, unless, of course, you happen to be deaf, in which case you're yes. probably not going to have much fun with The Witness. But I love the fact that the game has incorporated I that. don't think I've played that game. Uh, the only times that I've turned the audio way up have been when I have audio recordings to listen to. But other than that, I've turned the audio down, so I'm probably, probably missing, missing like a stuff. whole layer. Oh yeah, missing oh, yeah. a whole layer of the game. Apparently, <laughs> oops. It's yeah. oh man, it drives me crazy. But I I I love it in that over time, even though you know how dumb you are, you start to feel smarter because you're like, oh, oh, I like it brings you to the point where you think you're so stupid until it finally clicks, and that's the entire game. Is that everything about it? you don't understand until it finally suddenly one day you're just like holy shit (laughs) i do think that some of the symbols could be more (laughs) obvious in terms of what they do (laughs) right but where's the fun in that what's the fun in looking at a symbol and being like that makes no sense it could have uh whatever that's fine i would say if people can't be bothered to play it what you should definitely do for a good laugh is go online and look up people's theories about what the game is about. There are literal uh, essays, and here's the best part, almost all of them are different. Almost all of them are totally different about what people think the game's about, which right. is great. Because you know you've made something that's really like, I don't even know, impactful, like emotionally and, and spiritually and crazy. Like, people are just like, don't you understand? Spiritually? Uh, you might be going dude, a little far there. Dude, but- some, of, some, of the, some of the things people have written... Like, I'm not saying spiritually to myself. I'm saying to people. Like Some things people have written have been like, it's about the human condition, and it's about who we are. It, like It's crazy. And you're Might just be. like, 
It, it, it very I mean, well could be. Yeah. It like, very well could be. Listening to the audio recordings and the fact that the game is called The Witness and seeing the positions of some of the statues, I could totally see why people would play this game and be like, there's a deep meaning here. Yes, there's Actually, it, it's about ethics in games journalism. Uh, yeah, that's, exactly, or, that's exactly or Jonathan Blow's about. giant penis. It could be either of those two things. That would be amazing if once you found the secret, it was a like, giant dick reference. Cave. And it's just like a, a statue of him statue. with a giant, like, massive, overflowing penis. That'd be great. And that was the secret ending. It's like, That's look at ending. my dick. That's yeah. it. Game over. Yeah. I would have the even ending. more respect for him if you pulled it's that off. It's a lovely dick, Jonathan. It's a, that it's, is, it has that a is fine a dick. enormous, phallic ween. Yeah. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's a big dick, and there's just a oh. plaque on the bottom of it that just says blow in yeah. caps. <laughs> <laughs> We've ruined the witness, ladies and gentlemen. Winner! Right. Uh, Yay. My favorite part is the people who are showing up in chat being like, spoiler warning, still up. I was like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, you yeah, you want to know why that is? We're talking about Jonathan Blow's penis, okay? Yeah, so guys. Keep it under wraps, y'all. Super secret. That's the ending. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I, right. Gerard, you have been yeah. getting away with sitting there sneaking through this show. I'm not going to let you do it because I watched <laughs> one of your recent videos and oh, no. that video was about Deadpool and I've been playing yeah. a shitload of Marvel heroes and I played Deadpool when it first came out and I would love to talk about the Deadpool game, especially bearing in mind that, you know, the movie's just come out and I think it's a bit more relevant now. So Absolutely. T- tell me about Deadpool because it sounded to me like you're on my bandwagon of this game's pretty fucking good, actually. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck everyone's deal was when this game came out. Because uh, actually, when I first met Strippin for the first time, he was ranting and raving about the game. And he just said, oh, you know, everything's pretty great, but there's some, like, visual hiccups. But the game's pretty fun. And then, uh, what was it, in December, they re-released it on PS4, Xbox One, and I think they also reintroduced it onto Steam. Yeah, because it was and gone for a while because of licensing reasons. Steam? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I had fun the whole damn time. I don't know so what. I. I read all the reviews and I read everyone's like input and I just was like, this is well, here's I the problem. Know. You had fun. <laughs> That's <laughs> not allowed, you see. Hey, uh, like, for, like for a guy for a guy who completes games hundred percent, I had a fucking blast, and that's saying a lot. That is saying a lot. When I'm done playing a game, I'm like I you never want to fucking play it ever again. We've seen all of the stages. All of the <laughs> stages of the completionist. We, uh, oh yeah. We 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 see the we get in the next morning and he's like, Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> playing, just like, like, on the couch, just like hi. <laughs> I can't talk. I can't talk right now. I just, I need to just finish this fucking game. <laughs> it's like, oh, Gerard. <laughs> Poor sweet Gerard. Deadpool's God of War with a sense Internet. of humor. You know? Yes, it's, it's so, there's so much to love in Deadpool, and it breaks my heart that people are like, here's why I hate it. It's like, it's it's supposed to be for fun, guys. It's, it's fun it, it loves fun you. Game, like, it's a, it's, a, it's a love letter to people that play video games, yes. is what Deadpool is. Absolutely. In the second level, there's that whole like Zelda reference, and it's like that's brilliant. They ran out of money, and they ran out of budget, so they changed the game to 2D. Yeah, Yeah, it's like this is great. Like the literal (laughs) creator of the game is arguing that Deadpool shouldn't be blowing up so much stuff because they can't afford it. Like it's 
Oh, but I mean, not only that, but it's just got, it's just solid combat mechanics, you know? It's a yeah. good, fun spectacle fighter. They didn't overdo the puzzles. I mean, you know, there are definitely some, A, jump up here and collect this, which is like, There's uh, a free, like, there's a few reused mechanics. Like, there's, like, there's a boss battle I'm pretty sure is the exact same as another boss yes. battle. But other than that, like, it's, like, people I feel like are missing the point of just Deadpool in general, which is, it's supposed to be fun! Calm the fuck down! It's a fun well, game! and it's a takeoff on the problems with video games. Like, I, I mean, I just showed you a turret section where he's literally controlling a giant sentinel arm. And it's like, it, the game is completely self-aware that it's a fucking turret section. You know, but yeah. it goes out of its way to make it funny and theme it to the Marvel Universe. And there's plenty of shit like that in that game. And that's, like, the brilliance of it, in my opinion. Yeah, the even just, like, the weapons... Just the different array of weapons really just like sell to what Deadpool is. Like the yes. fact that he's got like that BFG type gun and just like the hammers, the hammers, and just like even the wit, the witty. Like when you die in like in like Arkham, in Arkham Asylum, right, or City or wherever, it's like you know you always have Joker being like you know hey, nice try, bats. But in Deadpool, it's like Deadpool makes a good bit where it's just like you know like hey maybe you should get better at the game, a hole like. It's just everything's fun. Even dying doesn't make you mad because there's always a fun thing to entertain you. Yeah, I just don't get it. It was a lot of fun. I yeah, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure why it is that people hated it as much as they did. Um, I think it actually delivered on exactly what it set out to execute, and actually yeah. found that to be interesting. You're watching a cutscene right now where it's literally cardboard, <laughs> and before that, there was a blow-up doll, and he was groping it like it's deadpool it's thoroughly deadpool i feel like the two games that people decided they were going to hate before they even came out in recent memory are deadpool and dmc that and is, both of those yes, games yes, all of my friends who actually took the time to play that fucking game were like it was great yes it was, I, it was I, fun it was I'll, good i'll defend dmc to the death i am well aware that it is not as complicated or as nuanced as DMC4 or DMC3. I will also get behind the idea that some people really fucking hated the remake of Dante. Cool. I'll get that. And also some of the dialogue is bullshit. But despite not my all Dan of the... Hashtag not my Dante. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag not all Dantes. Like... <laughs> not all Dantes. Have white hair. But he, oh is, god. but he is your Dante. He... I know. That's... Ah! I get it. Jesse, I know. I know. But it is your Dante, you The game is very edgelord. I mean, I'll, I'll happily admit that you know, DMC is very edgelord, but I still had a shitload of fun with it, despite having played the other ones. And also, it took elements out of DMC that I didn't like, like the timed jumping puzzles. Like, yeah. The platforming in DMC was a shitload more fun than the platforming in DMC 3 and 4. It was, and, you know? And vi visually, it was drastically oh different than the other ones. Oh, my God. it felt so much... It felt fast. It was... Like, it, just go, it's go, go, striking. Go, go, go. It's visually striking. I mean, it's orange and blue to the fucking max, but yeah. it's visually <laughs> striking. I mean, I wouldn't say that about Deadpool, but definitely like Deadpool's references and even just the base combat system for Deadpool is it's not the best spectacle fighter in the world. Oh, it's definitely rough around the edges, but like uh -huh. at the end of the day, you had like when was the last time you picked up a game and just were like, this was fun. I have yeah. like nothing. Straight it's fun. like when you when you see a movie, when you walk out and you go, man, like that was enjoyable. I have no complaints at this time. And then you can go home and think about it later on. But when you walk out of the theater and you've just been like, oh, that was so fun. That was really fun. Yeah. Great. That's ex it's exactly what we got from the Deadpool movie. It's exactly yeah. what we got from the Deadpool game. Yeah. I didn't come out of that thinking this is a masterpiece of gaming, but it is a solid title. 
I certainly, yeah. like, I'd, all, I'd absolutely recommend picking it up on sale if it's ever on sale. It's an Activision game, so it probably isn't. But yeah, I mean, by all means, do, do pick it up on sale. It is just a straight, fun character action game that has a lot of really interesting little pokes at gamers. You know, if you are a gamer who has played a lot of games, you're going to find a lot to like in terms of the references and the way that the game deliberately screws with you. It pokes you all the time. Oh, yeah. And and it's like, I, I understood that reference because that's aimed at me. You made this game for me. And there's Rogue. a lot to appreciate about that. Yeah. Rogue. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Deadpool's fun. But go, go watch uh, Gerard's video on why Deadpool is good. Oh, thank you, TB. Thank you very much. Go find it on his channel. I, yeah. watched, I watched that last night. I'm like, yeah. Thanks, man. I agree with that person. That makes me feel better because my feeling was validated. I'm pretty sure that's all people use my videos for as well. It's like, he agreed with me. That makes me feel better. It's like, no. So, Gerald, are you... Uh, are Ger- Gerald? Gerald! I call, I call that's that. Where that. Gerald, bring the Gerald. car around. Oh, that often. Gerald. Hi, my name is Gerald. Welcome. Gerald Hi. the Complotionist. Gerald. That's me, man. Uh, okay, so, Trump. Are you, are you allowed to talk about Twilight Princess yet? Yeah, it came out. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. So, right, right, yeah. So, bro. Twilight Princess HD, yep. Yeah, is yeah. that any good? Is that HD any good? Because I don't know if I want to buy that. So, for me, okay, it's up and down, right? Like, I think the character models, as a game, if you played the Wii version and you hated Twilight Princess, then you're going to love the HD port. But a lot of people didn't play the GameCube version. They played the Wii port and got kind of bitter that there was kind of forced motion controls. They didn't like that. Um Visually, the character models look way better. They kind of got rid of that overall like glaze that the Wii port had, where it was like, "Why is Link look like he's covered in a halo?" That's kind of all gone. Um, but other than that, the visuals are pretty much left the same. It's 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 solid all around. But if you're looking for like a 1080p masterpiece uh, Zelda game, I would say play Wind Waker because it doesn't have the same that same clean look that's sad i mean wind waker's aesthetic lends itself to that it's a very timeless aesthetic uh, wind waker's still gonna look good in 20 years this isn't yeah exactly and that was that was my whole thing was uh it's great if you haven't played zelda in a while it the character models look way better they're very much they're more expressive and uh it's 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 good for what it is but if you're looking for that wind waker aspect you're you're not gonna get that yeah the art style is timeless with wind waker so not the same with Twilight Princess. But overall, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't... Uh, so, all right. I know you're a Zelda nerd. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to call you a geek, but I'll call you a nerd. I'll take it. Uh, so, out of, out of all the, the things that have come out recently, what's the one that I should actually... Like, I literally... I have not played a Zelda game since... I'm going to say GameCube. Like, I... Like maybe really? maybe maybe we maybe we I don't remember the last one was I played I have not touched a DS one in ever Junk the last yeah. the last portable one I played was uh, Link's Awakening like way back when that one's like the best one so you're you're good so, to like, go what's the one that I should play that that just to like get me because I here's the deal I'm ultra hyped about uh, the NX version. The, the the new Zelda, Zelda they keep playing. Yeah, the one, the they one that they're very clearly not going to put on Wii U because they realize yes. that their NetX platform is going to do better. So they're nah, not, they're, yes. that's they're why gonna, they haven't released it. They're going to multi-release it. They're going to do the same. It was the they're same thing with Twilight the same Princess. Show with Twilight Princess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
That's so, a way yeah, to do so it. Yeah. I loved Link Between Worlds. I know you're not asking me. Link but Between I Worlds is great. I thought Link Between How Worlds. How dare you contribute to the awesome conversation? One. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, he was asking Gerard, but I just wanted to say, like, throwing my cap yeah, like, in there. So what, what should I be jumping? Throwing my Minish cap in there. Well, so yeah. what? Let me ask you. <laughs> what kind of what kind of Zelda experience do you want? Do you want like a console? or You want the the portable oh, I, I, console? There's console. I mean, yeah, I, I need a console experience, and I want to get back into it, but I haven't. Like, you know, I'm not a massive Zelda nerd. In my opinion, and I'm I'm this is like where all my credibility is going to be thrown out the door right now as uh-huh. as the chat will eat me alive. I personally think that Twilight Princess has better dungeons and mechanics than Ocarina of Time. And the big reason why Whoa! the big hold on, the big reason why is because you have um in in uh, Ocarina of Time, there's a lot of in my opinion, it's it hasn't aged nearly as well. Um but two the combat is much faster. Like you're you're con- and, and you get the new the new skills from uh the like the older link that teaches you how to get better as as you're learning. Um and you know the new abilities. It's so much faster. Like you get into a dungeon, you see an enemy, and you go right at it. There's no like pulling this thing away from him and fighting for fifteen minutes. It's you go in there and you fight. The chat, look at them all go crazy. Traitor. Like, oh, yeah, you're a traitor. I'm a traitor. <laughs> I'm a traitor. A stormtrooper in, in, green, in green armor is going to come get you. Traitor! That's, that's not to say, though, that like Ocarina of Time isn't a bad game. I love that game. Um, but I personally think Twilight Princess gets dungeons a little bit, just a little bit better. It all depends on what you want, though. Like I t- The best Zelda, in my opinion, is A Link to the Past, Less Link Between Worlds. Um, I think they change every single uh, week for me because there's, it's so it's familiar, but it's also really well done. I feel, I mean, yeah, personally... I feel like, and this I think says a lot about my taste in like Zelda games. Link to the Past and Link's Awakening are like my two favorite, and those yeah. are ones that are like the old school, old like you know, it's it's before they changed it to that sort of like we're gonna make it sixty four style kind of deal. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm excited to see what Zelda U is. If I had to guess, the vibe I get from Zelda U is that it's gonna maybe be a full original version of the first Zelda just because we had there's so many screenshots and trailers and so on and so forth that have been referenced uh, across the board and all their marketing um honestly the big thing I really wanted from do you guys do you guys remember that tech demo they showed for the Wii U when they first announced it with like uh at E3 they had like the gamepad and you can control the scene and it's Link fighting um the one-eyed monster and yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Goma like it looked incredible. That's what I wanted out of Twilight Princess when they were redoing it, and that's not what we got. But I don't know. I'm I'm super excited. I, I think if you want like the primo Zelda to go with, um, I'd say maybe wait until Zelda U, because at this point you're just going to be replaying a lot of stuff that's already available. <laughs> I love that you have Darkstalkers three playing oh. behind you now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, at least at least you picked a good game to put on the peasant box. I mean, that's yeah, fine. I guess so. That's true. That's true. A PlayStation they, they One game. Play. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's reacting to Dark Suckers in the background right now. I, I don't think that's just what they were reacting to. Oh, but... blow Felicia! <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, yeah, get Felicia. So get Red Hood. Felicia. Get her. Go on, get her. <laughs> get her. Now everyone. Now I have to watch. Red Hood's terrible. Get her. Oh, yeah. She's an awful character. Nobody likes her. being destroyed. Felicia's amazing. Oh, shit. Just wrecked. Look at that. Super wrecked. Was that a perfect? That looks like a perfect. Yeah, it looks like a perfect. Didn't mean a perfect. Because she's a cat. 
This one was not. Oh, the comeback the begins. Hood. Got hit by the red hood. Oh. This has become so, so pivotal right now. Hey, <laughs> is this just a demo? No one's actually playing? <laughs> no, I'm, uh, my office manager is playing it right now. Okay. Who is he? Who is he? Red Hood or Felicia? Felicia! Uh, Felicia! He's, he's Felicia. Is okay. he playing the AI? Thank God. Yeah, he is. You suck. You're losing. Yeah, you're losing. What the you fuck, suck. man? You're losing to the AI you on level suck. one? Jesus. Sit about 14,000 people are watching you. God, that, right that was unsafe. <laughs> that was unsafe. <laughs> oh, you just got crossed up. Oh, look at that. Look uh -oh. at that unsafe oh, move. Shit. Oh, you just burned oh, the EX. Oh, you get... God, what a casual. What a scrub. He's mashing. Uh, he's mashing. He's losing it. Palms are sweaty. Mom's spaghetti. Oh, this is not good. Oh, he's nervous. Ult, that ult, though. And on the surface, he's mom's spaghetti. On the surface, he's mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. I always knew it. I always knew it. Inside, he's mom's spaghetti. Oh, on the surface... Oh. Almost. Red Hood is wrecking you. You can do this! Wong! Jay Wong! Oh, counter, serious counter! Oh, come on! Oh, that's so Pringles. Oh, finally! You beat level one. Congratulations. Well done. Well done. Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Alright, uh, so, um, anyone else got anything else we've been playing this week? I mean, I could talk a little bit more about Marvel Heroes as I do every fucking week. It's... Man, I, I have so I literally have so many games that I've downloaded that I just haven't like I downloaded Factorio, Rusty mm. Lake Hotel. I'm playing uh, Factorio, yeah. I mean to. Like uh What Goes Up, that game where you're like there's someone sabotaged a blimp, like and you have to like solve the crime. There's so many games I downloaded that I just haven't played yet, and I'm like, I must play all these things. I should probably and bring up the division, because I've been playing that all morning. Oh, yeah. Oh, you actually you actually got into playing? Is that so you were able to play <laughs> I tried last night. All right, so the best image in the fucking universe. Um, do I have access to this? I believe so. I oh, took is a, it the line? The people in the line? Well, I was in that fucking line. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know if that was happening on the servers, but I helped organize that fucking line, because we rapidly realized... That in the very first area of the game, you have to register as an agent. You have to go to this laptop and hold F. The problem is, if more than one person does it at a time, it doesn't work. So we had to literally organize a fucking <laughs> queue in order to actually That's get amazing. people through. And we we're on voice comes like uh, telling people not to cut the line and shit. You know, it was the it was a British Simulator 2015. It was perfect. But I would like to show you what Twitch looked like when Division went live in the U.S. Last night. Oh, boy. It looked kind of like that. All of those orange circles are the loading screens, at which point you get a random error. And people were... Uh, we were... Start... I was at an Angry Joe's stream watching that. And we, we made it a joke because there were different error messages that were trying to collect the rare errors. And we're like, oh, shit, I got a Delta. And I was like, oh, shit, I only got Oscar and all that stuff. Like Oscar and Mike and Delta and all these other names for errors. I'm like, fuck, we're going to collect those rare foil errors. So it was literally, we we're playing Pokemon with error messages last night. It was, uh, yeah, I mean, when it launched in the US, the, the, all the Uplay servers imploded, including the ones that were running Rainbow Six, which... I love that 24,000 people in that image are just watching Summit. Summit, look nothing. at a loading screen. Yep. Do nothing. Yep. If yeah. he wasn't running ads and donation messages during that time, he's a dumbass. <laughs> he is a real idiot. But yeah, I, so the, the queuing happened. Like when I got on, I got on briefly uh, later at about 4 a.m. I think everything was sort of working by then. And 
yeah, we were queuing trying to get that fucking laptop to work. And I gave up after about half an hour because it just wasn't working. And then I woke up at about 10 this morning and I logged back on again and it worked fine. The, the servers seem to be fine now, from what I can tell. For some reason, my, like, Uplay rewards are not showing up in the rewards thing because I've got a bunch of Uplay points that you can cash of in course. for, like, here's oh. a Rainbow Six Siege jacket and here's oh, this... Did you did you not know that Uplay <coughs> is garbage? Um, I, I'm just, just finding this out, actually. Oh, yeah, okay. I, yeah, just... Yeah. just Prepare for a ride. Definitely Surprise. have not experienced that in every single no, Uplay no, game okay. that I've ever played. No. Check this out. So, I even though it will never exist on the internet, maybe unless Ubisoft fixes their shit, my very first major flaw with going alone on YouTube was trying to upload Far Cry Primal. Mistake. I got flagged. I got flagged for the song in the background that literally is like, it's like a dude chanting, and I was like, it's like amazing. You, you can't do that. So anyway. What you would have seen had you seen that episode, uh, the very first episode is logging in. From the point I log in to about 22 minutes into the episode, it keeps flashing in the top corner everything I unlocked by logging into Uplay. And oh so God, where yeah. tutorials would be telling me how to play is like, you unlock the new gun. Or you unlock, I'm like, I don't know what to do right the now. The shiny club. <laughs> The Bulbous Club. The yes, Sexy like, Club. It's like, you unlocked the, the leopard skin for your hovel. Or you unlocked ta arm tattoos. I'm like, okay, yeah, but what do I do? <laughs> it literally is right over the tutorial, so you can't see what to do. I'm oh, like, God. I, what do I do? That you play, play overlay is a really annoying guy at the party oh God, that tries to insert so himself funny. into the conversation. It It's oh. like, hey, you see what I got you? I brought the, I brought some jello shots to this party. I brought I brought at least half a bottle of fucking Smirnoff. And look at all these, like, crisps. They're, they're amazing. And it's just like, could, we're trying to have a conversation. Can you go away? That's you play in a nutshell with those games. But Uplay has gone all out on the... If you own games on Uplay, you earn points, which give you these cosmetic unlocks or little things in the game. Like, And um, Division's got like 10 of them. There's like, you can get three Dark Zone keys or some credits or a hat or a jacket or a gun, etc, etc. And it's kind of what Blizzard is doing, only they're going super hard on it. It's like, you if you buy games on our platform, you earn Uplay points. If you play the, the games on the Uplay, then you earn the points and you can unlock the other things in the other games. I don't, Which is actually, I actually kind of like that, that, though. I don't hate it. I actually, yeah, I actually kind of like the fact that because I played all, like, literally everything there was to do in Far Cry 3 and 4 and uh, Valiant Hearts and all these other Ubisoft games, when it, I buy a new one, I already have all the points needed to unlock every little thing that I can get in the games. And I'm like, all right, I, I, I will. Like I will say that the issue that I have with it is those games that don't use Uplay. Because let's be honest, even if you buy a Division on Steam, you have to run it through Uplay anyway. So you Absolutely. still get the points and everything. So it's not a big deal. Everyone who's playing it gets the points. But there are other games where you don't have to run it through Uplay. And basically, that to me is like a retailer exclusive. In fact, it is a retailer exclusive stuff. And we don't like that when it comes to buying games. So why would we like it on Uplay? You know, the, the some, Yeah, some, somewhat hypocritical, I suppose. Um, but I'll say, I mean, so far... The game is running fine. There was a bit of a scare last night. NVIDIA released the driver that broke people's shit, which is right. not good. Don't do that. They fixed it this morning. Right. So I've got the new beta driver running. The game runs well, actually. Uh, compared to the shit fest that uh, Primal was, Division run is a well-optimized game. It's a demanding game, but it's also the best fucking-looking game on the market with a brand-new yeah. engine. Like, I was looking at um, CPU load 
it's evenly spaced across all like 12 cores like it's properly optimized for multi-core environments it seems to work okay with sli it maybe needs to be a bit better than it is but usually that performance improves over time it looks gorgeous it's a beautiful game the snow the lighting effect the fucking fire effects in that game are maybe the best i've ever seen the 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 way that the fire plays off the walls and reflects from melting snow on the ground the level of detail on the walls and just the amount of junk you know it's a true new york city simulator there's rubbish everywhere it's disgusting (laughs) it is and so as a result like i cranked it all the way up to ultra at 1440p and i was like okay the game's dropping below 60 a little bit but it makes sense that it is whereas with primal it's like this engine is years old you shouldn't be doing this whereas with this it's like this looks really really good so i can kind of understand that i'm currently running on a high at 1440p and i'm getting about 80 90 fps it's cool and it looks it still looks really good the problem is as soon as you turn primal down it looks like hot garbage but it still runs terribly how far are you into division like, uh, I play like four hours this morning. I know I know a lot of people who are doing like story stuff. Yeah, I'm doing story stuff. I've already plowed through the game. And I can't, like a lot of the reactions, no Angry Joe had a very similar reaction to most of what I've read so far. But a lot of people are like, that was a shit story. Like, oh, I don't know if it's because nah. they're mad that the game just didn't work. Like, I don't know what tainted it but literally I, everyone's like i mean i, I got no impression from the beta that the story would be any good like it's it's complete generic post-apocalyptic we must come together to survive but everyone else is a big meanie so we're gonna shoot them uh. <laughs> that there re- it really is like you are judge jury and fucking executioner someone's rifling through a corpse shoot their face off like that's justifiable apparently i'm like Really? Like, that seems a little extreme, don't you think? <laughs> we should. Oh my god, I would love to make a clan and just call us like Mega City One, and we're all judges, and we just like, I am the law, and just like, I am the law. <laughs> what? Law. You have been accused of the crime of rifling. <laughs> <laughs> Rico, law. <laughs> all the piercing. I, I, I have my I gun. Have that movie. I got a minute. Uh, I need a prop for this. I have the last. I oh my god! I hope he this brings. I can't tell if he's gonna go be Judge Dredd or Rico. Either way, there we it's go. Like a- ah! All right, excellent. This this should do. Shotgun. Psh, double whammy. <laughs> double whammy. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was the best bit of that entire fucking movie. Oh, this idea. I am. This is like you. I love his response to that scene. Is just. Him shouting law at him. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> you betrayed the law. Yeah. <laughs> that's his. That's his bad guy comeback. It really is. It's him just screaming law. Yeah. Hey, what a great movie. What a great stupid yeah. movie. I need. I need the the lawbringer pistol. Like th- this looks a little bit like the Robocop pistol, which is why I bought it. But the I need the lawgiver. I that like needs the sight to be a, on that thing. That is a ludicrous uh, sight. Oh, I, the, the, I, <laughs> I, I may have I added a reflex sight. sight to it because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's got an under rail. I could put a laser on this fucking thing as well if I want. <laughs> yeah, it's that. That was a silly twenty dollars sight from Amazon, but it's like, yay! Oh, this 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 is a fun, impractical fucking weapon. I would love to make a guild that's just judging around shooting people, and we claim it's for the law. That'd be an amazing thing to have. Well, I mean, we can do that in the dark zone. Uh, 
We could totally do that. It has proximity voice acting. We can uh, we can just so approach good. people and say you have violated the law, and it's like Mega City Code, Mega City One Penal Code One Seven Five Five. We, we find you guilty. You're to be executed just like crazy <laughs> shit. We absolutely should. I would love absolutely that. should. I mean, so uh, thus so far, like, the gameplay is the same as as the beta. I did find a marksman's rifle early, which made the gameplay a lot more pleasant. Because if you have a marksman's rifle and you headshot a guy that's the same level as you, that's a regular dude, he will die. Damn. If you do it with any other gun, then he won't. It's also worth noting that anything that's elite or a boss level is not going to die from a headshot. Uh, I took my marksman's rifle. It took me, I think, seven or eight direct headshots to kill the boss at, on the, in the first level. Which was fucking stupid. Oh my god, the Lawgiver is apparently available as an airsoft gun. Oh, that, that was five years ago. God damn it. Is that even available? I'm going to have to order this. This. Oh my god, that's so good. Oh shit, the that's my next purchase. I, it's, it's, probably, it, it's probably not even available anymore. Like, this was released oh. in 2010. Fuck. There's probably one on eBay, though. All right, okay. There we go. We're, we're Whoa! Gonna get... This there some dude made a replica that like lights up and shit. It looks so cool. Yeah, I th I think this is just like I think only one person made this. Uh, no, and apparently it is available for three seven five. All right, we we are, we're gonna find one. I'm gonna find one. There's gotta be one somewhere. I almost bought the Barry Burton. Uh, they re-released the Barry Burton airsoft gun, which the one for Resident Evil. I already have uh, Jill Valentine's uh, Stars pistols. And they released the Barry Burton M9, uh, sorry, M911. I was like, oh my god, that's that's too good. Uh, oh, I want it. I, I'm an idiot for collecting this stuff, but... Anyway, <laughs> you know, it's it's the Division, it's a looter shooter, it's what I expected. It's I have the same problems with it that I did in the beta. I'm sort of per persevering with it for a video. I'll probably just play the Dark Zone every now and again. It'll probably be pretty, pretty fun, you know, it's... We'll see what they do with it in future. Right now, I can definitely see why people would be not high on the story because everything I've seen so far has been very, very run-of-the-mill post-apocalyptic stuff. I will say the one thing I do like about it is the kind of Batman-style echoes where they reconstruct, like, something that happened during the event through, mm. uh, usually through mobile phone signals and surveillance footage, and they give you, like, a holographic AR projection and you've got to figure out what happened and it's huh. in it's environmental storytelling for the most part because you compare it to what's on the ground afterwards and it's like oh that's what happened like, it's a very effective way of conveying some of the horror and the panic of of that stuff so sounds, i was sounds like what sounds like what watchdog should have been yes yeah it's, it's watchdog very should AR. have been a lot yeah. of things <laughs> uh, yeah true yeah I don't know. I think uh, it's definitely something that, that I'll end up checking out. But uh, yeah, everything I heard going into it, I already expected because of the world they set up, no matter what happens in this game. I don't even need to know the ending. I imagine it's going to be one of those like, but then there was a bigger threat. You know, like it's going to be one of those things. Like we saved the do city, that. but because they've out. already announced what the third person, third piece of DLC is, which, which is coming in the winter. It's called Last Stand. So there's going to be some bullshit that goes down. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Well, I I think yeah. I think the multiplayer stuff's gonna be the make or break for that game because if people are beating the story already, that's crazy. Like that's for a game that wasn't working most of the night. People have beaten it. Like that's 
All right, sure. Yes. It, I think, because uh, apparently the story mode can be blitzed in like 10 hours, if you completely ignore all the side stuff, which is usually like, there's a hostage situation, or they've taken over this place, go take it back for stuff. That You can blitz through that. Yeah. And I know a lot of people have just been blitzing it, because you've got to do some of the story stuff to unlock the areas in your base that give you perks and shit. So mm. once you've done that, you can just go to the dark zone, and the dark zone, as far as I know, the dark zone is the end game right now. There's supposedly going to be a four-man kind of elite dungeon thing they're going to do, but I don't think they're out yet. I think they're coming soon. Oh, God, help me. When I hear four-man elite dungeon, all I can think about is not like, oh, what a cool experience that'll be, is there's going to be boss fights where it's just a dude, and like we shot yeah, him in the head 12 times, the, but he's still going. That's the problem. That's the fucking oh, problem. I mean, horrible. I've been doing a ton of stuff this week on, on Marvel Heroes. I've got nine level 60s now. I might have a problem. Jesus. Uh, the thing is, leveling up in that game is really fast, and I'm finding every character is kind of fun to level. They're all sort of unique in their own way. I just finished leveling Magic, who is the princess, the, uh, the demon princess of Limbo. So I did almost nothing. I let my demons do it. I'm like, go on, my pretties! And they just murder everything, and it's wonderful. And she's an awesome character. And at the end game, when you run into those bosses, it literally is like the damage sponges. It's like, you need to be able to do 5 million points of damage. Let's begin. And your tolerance for that is is going to determine whether or not you like that. It's kind of the same as Diablo. You know, when you're fighting an elite boss, he doesn't go down fast. So you're using the right skills and the right rotation, and you're dodging his moves. I mean, that's all the combat really goes down to. So Marvel Heroes is the same as that. But you know what? If I'm throwing powers at a super-powered villain, I can indulge, I can engage with that, I can understand it. If I'm throwing bullets at a dude in a hoodie, and he's not dying, yeah, I can't. I, that's belief is suspended a little too far. <laughs> I can't. At least give him some armor or some well, like mech suit or yeah, something. Yeah, and they always, they always do that. They usually do, like, he's a guy who's in an armored suit, which is fine, for a little while, until you're like, I launched a rocket at him, but he's still going. <laughs> yeah. Like eventually, yeah. you're just like, all right, I I see what you're doing, but I, it's not real. Like you're yeah. taking me out. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, bosses now die really fast in Diablo. So people are telling me it never used to be that way. Uh, uh, Dodge, you played recently. How fast do the bosses die in Diablo? Yeah, Diablo, Diablo? three. Uh... Oh well, I mean, yeah. If you're if you <laughs> like if you're playing on easy mode and you have a ton of paragon points like even up to like torment but the idea is you're supposed to up your torment level to make it hard again like mm. that's why there's torment 10 and uh, like yes keep <laughs> upping the difficulty you know that's why yeah but you know i'll play a bit of the division I i'll give them props for releasing a good pc version that looks absolutely gorgeous you know it is one of the best looking games on pc no doubt that's mm. a big that's a big thing for ubisoft too Pat, pat on the back for them for yeah, not fucking the PC that, version. That's, that's a, a pretty big getting deal. Getting a game that runs on PC correctly. Oh. Yeah, that is rarer than it has any right to be. Let's go to break. Uh, when we come back, uh, but Gerard, I'm just like so hungry. Oh, are you? Do you have? Is we there anything that is this a bit? Yeah, I'm just like you know what? starving. I, you know, I have this burrito right here. Here, do you want it? I can just. Oh sure. Yeah, yeah. here. Oh, why don't you go ahead and take it? Oh, why don't you just oh, go ahead and take it? There you go. Yeah. That Thanks. wasn't planned very well. It wasn't planned Ooh, very well. Hey Jesse, Jesse, great. do you want one too? I love a burrito. You want one? Yeah, yeah. I can just, I can just go ahead and. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the co-optional 
burrito cast. Where's mine? Bastards. Hold on, do you want this? Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks. Uh, what the fuck? That's not in any way that. Okay. It, Try. It, must, it must be a distance thing, because we're so close to the office, it was a burrito. By well, the time we got to you, so, magic yeah. isn't science. Yeah, can yeah. you try it again? Can you try it again? I mean, I'm not. Sh yeah, hold <laughs> on. All three burritos combined. Uh, oh, pickles! Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I hate pickles. Okay, there's the bit. <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk about stuff. There's actually quite a lot in the news this week, um, oh, and there's so much that I didn't even bother to send it to any of you, which is amazing. What? <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm a dumbass, as it turns out. That's probably got something to do with it. But there's been quite a lot. So, I mean, the first piece of news was that the division broke on the night, but honestly, that's not even news at this point. Like, we could talk about Fable Legends. We could, uh, yeah. Oh. Fairly, fairly tragic. Yeah. Uh, it looks like Fable Legends has been cancelled. It looks like Lionhead, which is a pretty damn story developer, is going to be shutting its doors, and that game, which was almost ready to release, and in fact was in open beta, well, closed beta, I believe, is now cancelled. Yep. That's that fun. game was in development for a long time, too. I played it at least two E3s, so mm -hmm. it's been around for a while. It was one of those games that every time you played it, it got a little bit better, a little bit cooler. You were like, oh, this the character who was basically... Excalibur, like she was the young girl who was like, like that was such a cool character. There were so many cool characters that they were adding to the game, and then it's just like gone. Mm -hmm. That sucks, man. That sucks. Yep. So Press Play Studios and Lionhead Studios will be closing, and Fable Legends will be cancelled. Uh, I'm not happy about that either. I, it's not like Lionhead has been producing incredible games over the last five years, but they have certainly made some games that I've enjoyed a lot. And honestly, Fable Legends was a something I was looking forward to because it has that good good old 4v1 asymmetrical thing going for it. And I love that. And we haven't had a good game in that genre yet. Like, the closest we've had is Dungeon Land and that was a bit broken. It was it was fun, but it is, is broken. So, I am very disappointed to hear that this is not coming out because, honestly, I was more excited for this than an actual Fable game. This looked like... I, I didn't think it needed to be a Fable game. It could have really been anything. But you know what? You're going to use the license for that. Cool. Whatever. That's cool. But uh, it looks like that's going down. It also seems that further Microsoft Studios are being closed. Big Park, LXP, Function Studios, SOTA, and Good Science are no longer on the Microsoft Studios website. Which Do means we know why they're closing all this down? Like, what the reasoning for any of this is? Besides money, I assume. Um, I am trying to find a reason... Like, I just don't see one. I don't think Microsoft... I'm, uh, I don't think I've given one. Anything. No. I really don't think they've given one yet. I'm looking to see... I mean, these changes are taking effect as Microsoft Studios continues to focus its investment and development on the games and franchises that fans find most exciting and want to play. In other words, we're throwing... <laughs> in other words, we're going to pay for the stuff that makes money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I <clears> wouldn't <throat> have invested my chips into newly redesigned Conkers if I were them. Because, god damn, those Conker models look like crap. <laughs> Holy shit. I've never seen, like, I thought it was bad with Banjo-Kazooie a few years ago, but, man, that Conquer redesign is like a, is nightmare fuel. Nightmare fuel, it's so bad. <laughs> if it ain't it broke, don't awful. fix it. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Oh, dear. I just, <sighs> I also read a bunch of articles this week that were about how, I think we talked about this either last week or the week before, about 
Microsoft's big, hey, we're going to do the whole thing with Windows 10 and, and Xbox. And all that, stuff. So that's the other part of it, yeah. Yeah, and, and companies were like, I, I don't want to be involved in this. Like, this, this doesn't seem right to us. So A lot of people are a little wary, uh, worried now. Yeah, so what basically happened is, and he's, he's not so much backpedaled it as kind of admitted that he didn't necessarily 100% know what he was talking about. So Tom Sweeney, who is the head of Epic, put out an article in The Guardian which basically blasted Microsoft's strategy on PC with the Windows 10 store and what's called UWP, which is Universal Windows Platform, which is setting out to basically replace .exe files. You know, The problem with D- UWP, for the most part, is that it's very, very locked down. Now, that means right now, there are a bunch of problems if you're trying to play a game on the Windows Store. So I got Gears of War Ultimate Edition on Windows 10. First Windows 10 game I bought. And I discovered some interesting things. For one Uh-oh. thing, Uh-oh. you can't fucking film it. Unless you really? have a capture card or you use their inbuilt capture software, which is dog shit, by the Wait, way. Wait, what? Wait, so it won't even let you, like... You can't use Fraps. You can't use DxTory. You can't use anything that hooks into the actual EXE itself. If you Why? want, you can do screen region capture, but you can't do a full-on capture. That because is stupid. UWP is locked down as fuck. So you can't use any of this software. You, I can't use my Afterburner overlay to analyze frame rates and to look at like performance. That doesn't work either. You can't use the Steam overlay. Basically, anything that hooks into it doesn't work. Also, the game does not in any way allow you to use proper full screen mode. You can Wait, only what? use... Everything defaults in a borderless window and there is no way to run full screen windowed mode. You know what that means? If you have a G-Sync or FreeSync monitor, your monitor doesn't work properly. Because that feature only works in full-screen games. So that's fucked. Currently, SLI and Crossfire do not work in Windows 10 games at all. Although there are rumors that they can be made to work. And also, bear in mind, DirectX 12 has a new thing which is really going to be replacing SLI and Crossfire. It's called Multi-GPU, which in theory should be better. But the thing is that Gears of War doesn't support it. So, if you want... It's like, oh yeah, you can play the game in 4K now. Yeah, and literally nobody's graphics card is capable of doing that. <laughs> at all. What? Is, what? Yeah, so that's fucked. Why? Uh, you can't mod the game in any way. So let's, let's say, tomorrow, that something as bad as Dark Souls was released on Windows Store. And Durante said, To the rescue! Puts on his cape and his mask and his little tiny shorts... And he says, you know what? I'm going to rescue Dark Souls. And he realizes he can't fucking do it. Because the everything is hidden. Like these apps, you can't do anything with them. You can't modify them. Wait, so way. all the games and stuff are through the apps, not actually your desktop? Yes, they're through the apps. Fuck That's what that. UWP is. How stupid is that? Oh my god. So you know, the advantage of UWP, oh, which is barely even an advantage, is it allows it to run on pretty much any Windows platform. So you can run it on a phone, you can run it on a tablet, you can run it on an Xbox. Apparently it makes everything super simple. That's the only good thing, but of course that's really of no benefit to us as consumers. Yeah, you know, that is... Um, like, they, they understand the reason why people hated 8. And even they acknowledge it while moving to 10 and making it more desktop because people hated all the apps and shit. Like, they even acknowledge that. So to make you be like, you have to go through the apps to do this is so dumb and counterintuitive. Mm. It's um, mind-boggling. As a side note, 
something that happened to me last night and apparently happened to many people. Happened over here too, yeah. Is that Windows 10 has switched from uh it is it is now a recommended update. Recommended update, yes. I've so heard about that. So it will if Jen you have was, automatic Windows that. updates, then you will wake up in the morning and suddenly your computer is on Windows 10. And that's what happened yep. to me this morning. I was like, what the fuck? It was like, welcome to Windows 10. I was like, Hi, no. I'm Cortana. Do you have any questions? Yeah, Cortana, what's my fucking desktop? Yeah, what the fuck did you do, Cortana? Yeah, I, I, I dual boot Windows 10 for obvious reasons, because I don't want to replace Windows 7 yet, because I know all my software works on Windows 7 and all my games work on Windows 7. I am not going to use Windows, 7, uh, Windows 10 as my daily driver. I'm not going to do it until I absolutely have to. And right now I don't. <sighs> so... As it stands, Windows 10 is a bit of a pain in the ass to me. It, it's fine. Like, the, the, it runs fine. I had a huge problem getting the store to actually work on Windows 10. It wouldn't do it because it's got it's to fucking be bound into your Microsoft account. And apparently there were some issues where my Microsoft account wasn't properly synced. So the app literally wouldn't load. And you can't uninstall it because it's an app. It's not an actual program. In Windows, these UWP apps are a fucking nightmare to get rid of because they're built in on the OS level, from what I can tell. So it's a fuck. It's a fucking nightmare. So that 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 right now is uh, just some of the problems with Windows 10 Store. I know Durante wrote an article on it. I'll probably do a video on it, which will not be as detailed because honestly, you know, I don't know as much. But what I can do is tell you everything that's wrong with that store. That store is awful. Oh, Buying stuff on that so store cool. is a pain in the ass. Accessing games on that store is a pain in the ass. You know, I don't believe I can even run a game without loading the store. I have to click through several things to even fucking load anything. The updates take forever. The download takes forever. That You can't modify anything on a command line level. All of the stuff that Steam has or even Origin or even Uplay has is not in the Windows Store. It is a basic, basic piece of software that is five or six years out of date and clearly designed for mobile. It's awful. Yep. So I, that's the current problem. Is it fixable? Yes. And <sighs> I'm gonna and I'm gonna be entirely frank. I'm willing to give up some of the freedom of my operating system for better performance. Absolutely, because I want the best games. That you know, <clears throat> I, I I've said it before. If consoles ran better than PC, I'd switch to console in a heartbeat. I would. They don't, but I would. The problem is that this is not true. Like, maybe when everything starts supporting DirectX 12 and everything, yeah, sure, okay, I'll have a reason to use Windows 10. But as it stands, none of the shit on that store even supports DirectX 12 right now. At all. So there's no benefit. The only real DirectX 12 game that's currently out is a Steam exclusive. It's fucking Ashes of the Singularity, and that's in beta. So I am not happy with that, and nobody else is either. And they're like, like Microsoft, what the fuck are you doing? And I agree. <laughs> I absolutely agree. Why are you... <clears throat> I get it. You've lost control of the PC platform. You want control back. This is not the way to get it. The way to get it is to compete properly with Steam with a good store experience. Make a... Build a better mousetrap. Origin did that. Origin's been working on that. Origin gives you free fucking games every month. Origin has better customer service than Steam does. Origin has better Steam... Uh, fucking sales than Steam does now. Origin's a pretty good client now. It used to be dog shit. As we have all attested, right now, the Microsoft Store is dog shit. That's so dumb. So, so dumb. Super Just dumb. take the time to build the UI correctly, <clears throat> to have it integrate correctly. Who cares? Don't, don't rush it out. If it sucks, it sucks. And then we spend like 18 months dealing with the headache. 
I just don't get it. I, oh, way too frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, it's, there's no benefit right now in my eyes to using that store or Windows 10. None. No benefit to the consumer. You're, you're losing freedom and you're gaining nothing in trade. That's so dumb. So dumb. It's, it's annoying. It is. Because I, I believe Steam needs competition. I do. And Steam has... They, Microsoft are doing, in some ways, the same thing that Steam has done. Forcing games onto their platform. Forcing them. And that still happens to this day. I'm not just talking Valve games. But that's how they started. They forced us to use Steam when they released Half-Life 2. And everyone fucking hated it. Why do you think people would be okay with it now? Because Steam is a much better platform than it was. But there are so many games that are released that use Steamworks that you have to run through Steam. And that's how Steam maintains its market dominance. Right now, the Windows Store has nothing other than basically a couple of exclusives to bring people away from that. And that's not enough. Has it, has it made Uplay a popular platform? No. Has it made Origin a popular platform? No. What made Origin more popular was it being less shit. They, they made it a better platform. That's how you compete. It's not through exclusives. And it's certainly not by strong-arming your customers, which is what they're doing right now. It's console bullshit is what that is. I didn't buy a PC for that. It's a closed system. Don't like it. Mm -mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Microsoft, do better. You know, I want to see legit competition to Steam because they drop the ball so damn much and they get away with it because of their market dominance. Be better. Suck less is what I'm asking you. Please, is that unreasonable? Just once. Just once. Just once suck less. Can you stop you know? being Microsoft for a second and be good? Like, ugh. Yeah, so mm -hmm. that's that. Anyone see anything else in the news this week that was particularly noteworthy? Um, so something that's uh, <laughs> still like building off of the Microsoft stuff. Oh, great. Yep. Okay. I know. Is um, I don't think we've talked at all about Quantum Breaks. Uh, live-action TV show that's integrated into the game. No. So uh, they've made it so that, you know, Quantum Break is, is a, a game about time and all that. And <clears throat> in the game, they've announced that you play the protagonist, you make whatever choices you want to make, you know. And then, depending on what you do, there will be interludes of short live-action segments um, that show you the antagonists. At least that's that's how they've pitched it. So they've gotten like a whole cast together. They've filmed like 40 different outcomes uh. for the game, depending on what you do while you're playing it. And they've announced that if you get the game on Xbox One, all of that just gets downloaded, right? So you can just be like, all right, I have the game. I've downloaded all of the video files. And now I can just play the game without a problem. Uh -huh. The PC version, you have to stream it. So you will have to play Quantum Break online. You have no option to download the videos like you do if you're on Xbox. Oh, God. I hate that. Which is fucking stupid. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. And I think, that's, I think that's a game that's going to be a Windows 10 exclusive It is. As well. It's a Windows Store exclusive. You've got to run it Windows Store. Oh, God yeah. damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Good news God. is, I'll say it again, that game's going to be bad. Stop. Like, it's going to be a bad game. I haven't played Dude. it. I have no idea. I'm going to judge it when it comes out. But I already know it's like great. I've got to run it through the Windows Store, so I don't get the optimal experience. So that's already a black mark against it. 
Not people even already know. were like, oh, I'm only going to play it on Xbox One then because I have to get it through the Windows Store. And now they're like, wow, I'm definitely only going to get it on Xbox One. Since- you see, I-, I never get that argument. Like, it, you've got to be someone that doesn't care about frame rate at all to do that. It's like, Me? there you go. You know, okay. that's cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. But if you're a PC gamer, like that's you're out of your mind if you do that. Even the worst port on the planet is probably still going to run better than on Xbox, you know. So I don't I don't get that argument unless you really don't want to upgrade to ten, in which case okay. But it's like <laughs> great, you're going to play the latest and greatest at thirty frames per second. Why do you even own a PC then? What's the point? Uh, spreadsheets. Yeah, <laughs> emails, Porn, TV. I guess. Yeah. Porn, Reddit, porn spreadsheets, Netflix. Yeah, I feel like all those things tie together in this weird, gooey way. Yep. Yep. Moving on, here's an interesting one for all of us. So, a recent site just launched called Uh Chrono.gg. Now, this site is promising. It basically is aimed at YouTubers, and they have they have daily sales of video games. So, they are providing a sales platform by which. If YouTubers sell games through the platform by advertising them, they get a cut of the revenue. Oh, boy. Okay. Interesting. I mean, this this seems like it's it's sort of getting on the bandwagon of stuff that I, I think PewDiePie and I know Yogscast have been doing, where they, were, they made a store through the Humble Store and they get a cut of every game they sell. Mm. Right. I'd like to know your thoughts on this, because I have particular qualms about this in terms of, and we crashed the website, so maybe if you want to aim it at YouTubers, <laughs> don't create a site that falls the fuck over when a live show points you to it. Yeah, when YouTubers tell people to go and look at it, and then if it your breaks. site crashes, that's exactly. probably a problem. Yeah, you make one video and the website's going to crash. Yeah, I, I think well, it's... So let's come back up. Yeah, I'd like to hear you guys' thoughts on it because mine are probably going to be a little bit different, and I imagine Gerard's as well because you know Gerard reviews, I critique, you know, kind of the same thing. You guys kind of don't, so I well, imagine you right. have a different spin on it. I'm gonna. Uh, my spin is this: as a person who plays video games for a living and makes money off the entertainment aspect of it, I'm let's playing a game. Mm-hmm. All I'm doing is making silly voices and talking over it and acting like a fool. Um, my job is to entertain you, and that really should be it. I should earn money off me, off of my ability to entertain you and you watching that entertainment. Okay. Um, I think if, if because of what I do, <clears throat> if you go to buy a game, I hope... The vast majority of the money there goes to the devs mm-hmm. and and those people who actually had something to do with the game rather than an asshole like me who's just playing it online. I I would much rather you go there and a dev see that, oh, well, Jesse, this guy playing it, is playing this game and loving this game, and you're going to go buy it, not because he's trying to sell it to you and be like, hey, get me some money. <clears throat> he, You're buying it because you love the game and he inspired you to buy the game which, like, is the foundation of a really good business plan for you, the developer, and me, the guy playing the game. Because now we have a trust that I'm not trying to mooch off of your money and I'm not trying to screw you over in order to get, get me mine. Instead, I'm doing this because I'm an entertainer who is entertaining people and they love it so much that they're buying your game. And it's a cycle. And we work together and we, we, we found, we're the foundation of an industry that helps the both of us. 
And that's literally where I'm at on that. Like, I, I, every, I get asked many times to, like, would you put the link to this in there, or this in there, or this in there? And the only time I've ever done that is during a brand deal. Like, unless we have an understanding, I'm not going to put a link to, like, games. Like, if people want to go buy it, awesome. You're not mixing the two. Like, your, yeah. your promotional material is clearly both marked and fenced off. Yeah. Uh, with a giant sign that says, this is promotional material. Totally. You are, I might say, one of the more unique YouTubers in that respect because there are way too many YouTubers that blur that line way too much. Well, it's a, I mean, again, this goes to me being an old ass man and that I have had a job before YouTube and I've done <laughs> things before YouTube and I know, like, I understand, like, what fair business practice Like, I'm not a 17 year old kid who got into YouTube and suddenly was like, I'm making a shit ton of money. I can make more money and do crazy shit. Like, it's a, I, I just, you know, I, I, again, this is so cheesy to say, but like going back to a teacher, the whole point of being a teacher is like, you don't fucking manipulate your students and you don't, you like, there's a thing there that you can't, like, you're, you're the adult in the room and you it's see people. It's called ethics. Right? No, it's <laughs> totally true. It's the idea that like, I can't, I have sworn that I will not like go around sexually harassing students or like, do cra like, you just don't do that stuff. And when you see people do that, you're like, that's fucking gross. And it's the same thing in gaming where it's like, these are, it's your audience, it's your fans. And on YouTube, this is the connection. It's not like in the movies where they go to see you for two hours and then go about their life. This is like an everyday connection. And if you manipulate and abuse that, that's fucking scummy as shit. And I, I dislike people who do that immensely because mm. you should, like, it, it's, it's about entertainment. It's about being honest with your, with your audience. And I, yeah, you shouldn't be like, not everything's about trying to make as much money as you goddamn can. Like that's it, it's there's more to it than that, and it just you know be a good fucking human being. It drives me crazy when I see people who do that. I just I can't even stress to you how much I hate people in our industry that are just singular minded about like I'm gonna get much fucking money as I can and fuck everyone. It's like you, I hate you. Like I just hate you. And for those yeah. making the sorry, Dodger, go ahead. Oh, all I was gonna say was like I think a lot of people reach this weird point where they sort of throw those two relationships out the window, right? Like the relationship between me and my viewers and the relationship between me and the developers of the games that I am playing. Um, and sometimes like people seem to reach this foggy point where they're like, but I have so many viewers. Like I'm obviously the important one here. Like I'm the one with all the power. And it's like, no, you've developed relationships with those two entities and you need to decide like, like who you are and how you interact with those two <laughs> you know like it's uh yeah i totally agree it's people get really fucked up about that it, it, there's a balance between knowing your worth as as an entertainer but also knowing your audiences like knowing the audience that you service and also knowing that these game developers and stuff if you fuck them over or you try to like wedge in on their money guess eventually down the line no one's going to want to work with you and more importantly mm -hmm no one's going to work with anyone else and you're ruining it for everyone else. Like it, <sighs> it's just like, look, it's just like Hollywood, right? Like eventually people are like this actor or actress is the worst to work with and we're not hiring <laughs> them anymore. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like, like we, I mean, hopefully we are also just like good people, but you know. just from a, from a business standpoint as well, it's like if you don't, if you treat people like shit, if you treat your community like shit, and if you treat developers like shit, 
then they are going to leave you. That's just how it works. Like, it's not. Ah. I no, think. No, I, go, Gerard. Sorry, go ahead. No, go for it. No, go, Gerard. So <clears throat> last year, I made a big stink on YouTube about how uh, I no longer want to be paid for brand deals with game companies in regards to critiquing or reviewing their games. If they want me to let's play it on my let's play channel, they want me to do a feature, I can. But for the most part, like when it comes to the main completionist show, I com keep it completely separate. In the, and if anyone wants to advertise with that, I always say, are you a food company? Are you a clothing yeah. company? Are you anything that's not a game company? Because if you're nothing, if you're not a game company, I will take your money and I will integrate you in the show and shout you out. But if you are a game company, I always say no. I well, always optional. say no. It's exactly the same thing that we did with the podcast. We, we Let me put it this way. Uh, I'm going to do a very rare thing, which is actually disclose some money amounts, which I barely ever do. Uh, in the last 48 hours, we've turned down $15,000 of brand deals from games companies. Wow. Please make... I've, let hey me guys, make I have a, a show called Jesse Sells Out. You want to come my way? I'll do that real quick. Let, let me... <laughs> You twat. <laughs> Let me. I knew it. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> it, it, well, let's make it abundantly clear. Like, there is. A, there is a line that is really, really hard not to cross, especially when you're being offered money of that amount. Mm -hmm. And as you just mentioned, Gerard, there is also a difference in types of content. Let's play versus critique. There are different kinds of content with different levels of expectation. That does not mean that a let's play cannot be fucking biased. It absolutely can. But I feel it's more difficult to be biased in a let's play and not be spotted. Because you're playing the game. You can't fake enjoyment that much. Especially if you're not editing out the shit. You know? So... I think the people mostly get it. You can only yell so much. Yeah, you really can. Yeah, I mean, I, I said it uh, back in the, t uh, the past that I felt that I walked too close to the line with my Planet Side 2 content back in, like, 2012. It right. was... It, I, you know, I felt at the time, I feel okay doing this. But looking back at it, I don't know if I do. I, I really don't. Because that's put me in this really weird situation now where if I ever talk about Planet Side 2 ever again, someone is going to have a fairly righteous criticism saying, didn't you work with them on a professional level at some point? I said, like, you're right, I did. And it got to the point with brand deals, I've been turning down so damn many of them, and I've really been doing ones that only involve games I've already played and looked and critiqued. You know, uh, the Polaris Civil War, that disaster of a fucking brand deal. But, you know, <laughs> the games that I played during that, Natural Selection and Chivalry, were games I critiqued like two or three years ago. Same with Guns of Icarus. I've already done that. People already know what my opinion is. It's it's down there, it's time-stamped, it's enshrined, and it had nothing to do with what they're now offering me in 2016 to play it again. Because at that point, they're buying what's called mindshare. They're buying the audience's attention, whereas the audience's attention could be on something else because we only have a limited amount of time, a limited number of videos we can put out. So they're buying Mindshare, they're buying space on the channel. And you can do that ethically if you properly disclose it, but it's difficult. And the more that you rely on your viewers 
trusting your opinion, the less you can start to rely on these brand deals. Now, when it comes down to this, this is an interesting situation because I've thought about referral stuff for a long goddamn time. A lot of other people have gone further than thinking about it and have flat out just shilled for like fucking G2A. You know, if you see anyone with those G2A things a in there, those custom like links, huge, huge amounts yeah. of streamers shill for G2A, huge amounts of YouTubers shill for G2A, which is unfortunate because G2A is a great selling market that enables uh, credit card fraud, it enables the exploitation of regional keys, which shouldn't be in the hands of people from, you know, region one territories. It's a pretty shitty website and a shitty business. But I understand, you know, people got to make a living. I get it. And they may not have the moral qualms with it that I do. Those are referral links. Here's the thing with a referral link. You might think that's pretty innocent. I mean, one, most of these people don't disclose that it's a referral link and they're getting a kickback. That's unethical and illegal. Yep. Go read the FTC regulations. That's fucking illegal. Don't do it. There's a few sites that have already been nailed to the wall for it. Don't do it. You make us all look bad and you could get fined. So don't fucking do it. But here's the thing. You might think a referral link is kind of innocent, but if I know I'm going to be putting a referral link in my video link, and I know that if the game is represented well, more people are going to click and buy, does that not introduce a subconscious bias into my coverage no. that says I should make this look better? Because that will shift more units. And that's the rub. That's where this is a problem. That's where this setup becomes an issue because you've got people who are playing games, because this thing apparently does a, a sale every day. Right now it's doing the Banner Saga. We've all pretty much gone on record saying we like the Banner Saga, right? Yep. So I could sign up to this website, arrange with them, and I could start linking that Banner Saga sale, and I'd make a bit of kickback. And you know what? That, at that time, is fine. But, what, but now, I'm, I'm factoring that into my future videos. What if it goes on sale? I better represent this game well so I can put out a link later and then I can say, well, my opinion was that game was great. So I'm established. You know, my, I'm ethically clear. Therein lies the huge problem. The fact that this even exists and, the, you know, the, the temptation to use it introduces that element of bias into your coverage. And that, that to me is potentially dangerous. And it sucks because I would make a fucking killing off of this stuff. Like, I've always thought what would happen if Steam had a, a kickback system. The amount of money I would have made from Steam would be huge. But simultaneously, in doing that, I just... It, that's, it's something that doesn't sit well with me. You know, I don't know if I could still be ethical in that regard. Right. Does So looking at this Banner Saga, Banner Saga on their page right now, is Northern Lion partnered with these guys? Because they just feature... A lot of people are. I mean, okay. a, lot of, a lot of people are across everything. No, no, no. You're not talking about G2A. No. We're talking about Chrono. Chrono, I Chrono, have GG. absolutely no idea if, if, uh, uh, if Northern Lion is affiliated with Chrono at this time. There's no it, list of people who are. It just it feels weird to me to see... His video like, in there? His video from... Can from someone go to Northern Lion's Twitter and see if he's linking to this website? I'm curious. I mean, if he, if he is, like, no big deal. It just seems like if he's not... If he's not, I think it's a bit shady to feature his video because it implies that he's affiliated with them. Yeah. Like, that's how it comes across to me. I'm not seeing anything. That's... He might not be happy about that, then. Because it seems like that they've put his video there and they're kind of implying that he's affiliated with them and that's not true. As far as we know. Yeah, he hmm. did not post anything about it. Well, that probably means he's not affiliated with them then, because why would he not promote it if he was getting a kickback on it? 
just seems weird that's, to that's sketch. That is sketch. I'm, hmm. I <laughs> I imagine TV they probably feature your videos every now and then too. If they do, <laughs> I, if they do, I'm All gonna right. tell them fucking not to. So I went to his Banner Saga video. Let's look at the Banner Saga. Uh-huh. And uh in the description, all the stuff, it's like, Banner Saga's on Steam, Banner Saga's this and that, subscribe to our channel, learn more about the Banner Saga, da, da, da. his Twitter, all that stuff, literally nothing, nothing about, about this. that page. Not a, yeah. I, they like, put, I think they he, put that in there without any, without any permission then. Yeah, I thought maybe he was doing like a thing with them and it would be in the description. Apparently his he's Banner on holiday videos, right now. That's a two-year-old video. <laughs> so they literally just took a two-year-old video of his Threw and it on put there. it on their website. Uh, yeah, Chrono, uh, that's not okay. Because that implies endorsement. If you did that with my video, um, well, I mean, thankfully, you can turn off embed. So I'd go to that video and nuke your website that way. And you'd, ha- you'd look like idiots. But that's not okay, by the way. You can't just take someone's video and say, hey, yeah, you know, this because it's an imp- it doesn't say they're part of it, but it's an, it's an implied endorsement. Like, yeah, that uh, is. Uh, uh, someone looking at that would think that Northern Lion is affiliated with this website. And that's not true, as yeah. far as we know. <laughs> That's, that's sketch. Yeah, that's, that's sketch. And I, I don't know though. It's, I say, it's it's so difficult because what is the harm? You know, people might say in me because I looked at Banner Saga like three years ago. Why shouldn't I link a referral link to this and make some cash off an opinion that I had three years ago? Why shouldn't I do that? You know, the, but the only the only reason why I shouldn't do that is what I just said. You know that I start to you know you start to go down that road. Oh, yeah. st- Suddenly, all of TB's reviews become very positive because Suddenly, he knows in the future positive. he could <laughs> yeah. sell on those. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. That's that's the problem. That's the big fucking sticking point with this. Future proofing your videos, man. Yeah. That's the thing is, like, there are plenty of opportunities, and like sometimes we have to seek them out. But there are opportunities that come up to work with companies that don't have anything to do with games. Yeah. You know, Crunchyroll.com like, slash Total Biscuit is a great example of that way. You can get, you know, 1080p <laughs> anime, unlimited anime. Go to Crunchyroll.com slash Total Biscuit. Do it now. Exactly. And it's like, we don't, we don't need to be creating these, like, ethical potholes for ourselves. <laughs> you, know? The, you know? The real problem is, of course, that the most effective form of game advertising is on fucking video game videos. Obviously. You know, you're hitting your demographic and you're also exploiting the influencer aspect of it. You know, people trust us. And if I tell you to go and buy Banner Saga on that website or whatever to make me some money, by the way, I'm not signed up with that website, so don't do that. I won't make anything. They, then <laughs> people are going to do that. And that, that's power. And that power can be so easily corrupted. So easily. It, yeah. it even got to the point where I was starting to think that, you know, having referral links to video games that just gave me like in-game currency or items was getting a bit sketch, you know? Even though I, I can't pay the rent with Warframe Platinum. But <laughs> but still, you know, it's it's a benefit. I'm gaining a benefit from it. Do I, do I have the right to gain a benefit? Like, to some degree, I think I do. I think to some degree, all of you do. Because as much as, you know, Dodger, I liked your point earlier that we built our audience on the back of other people's work, but that doesn't mean that all of our work was irrelevant. Oh, no, of course not. So we have, we have that some we right have to that. the most relevant. Yes, work, well, I that's, think, is when you put yourself before shitty. the game, that's there in like that's where you that's where you lose it. I, I mean, it's just it's 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 a it's a comprom- it's a compromise. You were saying to the developers, I'm not going to take what you created and and fuck you out of the money you earned. But at the same time, you're hoping that they, in return, will be like, well, I'm not going to come after you because you made a silly video. That, yeah. 
it's we're going back and forth on this. Yeah. We make ads, they sell their game. That's it. Like that that should be the like cyclical nature of this industry and by being a good person, you're trying to keep that going. And wh- when you're the person who's like I'm going to I'm going to do X Y and Z to fuck this up for everybody, you're ruining it for everybody. Stop <laughs> it, asshole. And there are, there are so many websites that are like literally half their videos are sponsored videos. Like it's just like do, do, do you even have a real opinion? Also, I want to let you know the people who are like that on an almost daily basis, Crendor and I go to your channels and watch your videos and laugh at you. So just know that we oh, make fun of God, we make, the, the goofs are too real. And we, all we of know, us know the goofs. All of us know who you are. And every, we yeah, see through we you and we give you shit behind your back <laughs> all, all the time. time. So every, every, every morning, Jesse you know who walks you are. In, every morning, Jesse walks in and goes, have you seen this? Holy shit! <laughs> like, pulls out his phone, and we spend like thirty minutes watching it, and it just it. This game great- is so great, guys! And it, it's like he's pinned his mouth over it, is opening a smile like this game is great. Oh, yeah, no, it's it, it's blatantly easy to like see who the people oh, who oh, are you can just see, given if you into this the industry, sellout. You can see right through it. And you're just like, you are making this so hard for everyone. Like, <laughs> I hate you so much. Ever since I stole Jesse's idea of selling out and just labeling it as, like, for Super Beer Bros, we have Super Sellout Bros, no one complains because they know exactly what the thing is about. It's so easy just to say, I am getting paid to talk about this, and that's it. I don't. Yeah, no. It goes to that thing where it's like, I took this awesome Instagram photo, and in the background, there's, like, 15 jugs of, like, X drink. And, like, (laughs) it happens to, like, G Fuel, and you're like, oh. Yeah, or have, it, it's hard. Or I the mean. viners, the viners, they get paid for a seven-second video, and it's just them drinking a coke, and it's like, huh? I yeah. wonder, I wonder how much coke paid oh. for that video. I what mean, delicious coke. It's not <laughs> like you make money on Vine any other way, you know. So I don't that's, exactly that's, blame them. But maybe you shouldn't. Ha- maybe you shouldn't be aiming for Vine as your career. But then again, some people told me that about YouTube in 2010. So I guess I shouldn't be saying that because that's pretty yep. hypocritical. You, well, know, I, you, I, you I never get, know what I, the the latest uh, frontier in media is. I mean, can you theoretically disclose a video in less than seven seconds and... In the description, yes, but you have to orally disclose under FTC regulations. So no, you can't. <laughs> like it's, right. So you have so Vine like, is dodgy shit. what a great shit. Coke. By the way, this is sponsored by... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Vine is dodgy <laughs> shit when it comes to disclosure. Um, <laughs> it's, it's weird. Uh, that's, that's definitely a weird thing. But I, I, I mean, personally, I think that, you know, there should never be any doubt in the mind of our viewers that what we're saying is what we think. And if we if we do brand deals, we have to thoroughly and completely fence them off from our other shit. They need to be quarantined. People need to know there's not going to be a fucking opinion here. This is not a sales pitch coming from me. They've bought time on my website and playing their game, and you know that's that's it. That's that's the extent of our relationship. But even that is tricky. We all turn yeah, brand but- deals down. All of us. Everyone in here. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. And it's sad because the amount of money attached to some of them is just like, that could There's change my life. That could make everything so much better. Yeah. But I, I'm going to say no because it's stupid. The hardest thing for me is when a company approaches you and and you're like jazzed because you really like you that like company. Them? Yes. And, and they're like, this is what we want you to do. And you respond with, well, I have some like ethical concerns about that. What if I did this? And they're like, no. <laughs> like, oh, oh, then I guess... Goodbye. <laughs> I mean, that, that so gets long. even harder. You, you've got to, you've got to try and keep the companies at arm's length because 
you know, at the end of the day, we're kind of still starry-eyed gamers who can be very much impressed, you know, uh, starstruck by these developers who've made shit that we've really enjoyed. You know, people that we fucking respect. We've res- we played these guys' games in their fucking childhood. Why do you think it was such a kick in the fucking balls to have Tim Schafer turn out to be a bit of an ass? You know, it's like, I played your game so I was a kid. What? Quit it. You know, you never meet your idols, I think is the term, isn't it? Never meet yep. your idols. And I'm... Uh, I think you've got to be super careful with that. And that's especially true when you're dealing with brand deals and things like that you know it's, it's getting to the point where i consider myself friends with howard from muse games the guy who made guns of icarus we've yep. done several brand deals for them i mean totally. at least at least when everyone knows i talk about guns of icarus they know i'm a fucking sellout because i've done like three brand deals with guns of icarus they know anything i say about guns of icarus doesn't mean anything you know but there are other companies that you could very easily fall into that trap very easily well i mean it's just it's just the industry we're in and it's it's one of those things that as time goes on you hope that it will like regulate itself and the people who do yeah. the scummier things will just vanish but currently as it is because if you remember a year ago we were stuck in the middle of like oh you didn't tell us it was an ad and everyone was up everyone's butt and we got oh, like good. hammered good, all the by time the way. yeah uh, clearly, that has worked, and that Whoa, has helped. Oh, so, no, what happened? The, it's just, you know, it's something that we all have to deal with right now, and it's better to, as a community, try to get the shit, the awful shit out of it already. Yeah, we need than, to cut those tumors out, you know, because yeah. they do they do poison the industry. They, they cause, every time one of these fucking things blows up, everyone gets distrusted, even the honest dudes. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is why people who are responsible for that can go fuck themselves. It's like, read your fucking laws, you know, understand. If you're in this business, you don't have an excuse not to know what the fucking law is, particularly when the FTC has now made it super clear. Super clear. Mm-hmm. Used to I, not I be work, the case. I work constantly with Nintendo, and not even to, like, promote their games. They just sort of like, oh, oh we saw the back just... rub. We saw the back <laughs> rub, oh, you sell sellout. <laughs> Hey, but, I but, saw so many screen grabs of that. Miyamoto, just like ooh. When I when, like when I met Miyamoto, I like I it was an honor to meet him, and the event was fun. And I didn't get paid for the event. I got flown out to see him, but I didn't get I didn't have a monetary gain from it. And still, I saw like one dude on Twitter made a huge like ethical post about how like oh you're a sellout because you got. You know, you made all this money to meet your your childhood hero, and you you're just as bad as IGN and everyone else. And it's like <laughs> no, I, I don't think I don't think you're, you're, you've you're, read IGN. Yeah. If you really believe that, <laughs> IG, IGN is doing the back the back scratch thing a hundred times a day. Like yeah. IGN first, the system they use to basically get the exclusives on everything is literally that they guarantee coverage for the game in return for exclusives. How is that not pro- quid pro quo? Yeah. You know? How is that not biased? It is. And I mean, that's one of the major issues with the games media in general is that they get too fucking buddy-buddy. They get flown out to these lavish events and that's happening to YouTubers now more than it is to traditional press because YouTubers are easily taken in by it. You know, especially new but, ones, the glitz and the glamour. But in Gerard's case, I'd like to, I'd like to submit for evidence oh, okay, we that, go. If, that if anything, if <laughs> anything, them inviting him out to meet Miyamoto is because... I've seen this man play those goddamn games <laughs> so 
so often. And be like for hours on end, they were like, we, I mean, we, I think we kind of owe it to him at this point. <laughs> just let him meet me. Like, just, oh my just God. Like, like he, how many hours does he play a day? No, like, let's just, before he dies, let's just make this happen. <laughs> Let's just. I mean, this just, this, this is really kind of why you know that that guy's argument just doesn't hold any water. Like, how long have you been a fanboy of that guy? How many Nintendo games have you played? Like, I think your opinion on Nintendo is fairly well established oh, yes. at this point. <laughs> yeah. You know, there, there's a body of evidence, and I, I have to say, someone like that, especially if they're a professional, is often the most critical. Why do you think yep. I rag on Blizzard as much as I do? Because I have a lot of respect for them. Oh yeah. That's when when there's something wrong in it in the, in a Nintendo product, it drives me crazy. And it's like that's it's because you care so much, and that's the thing is that you expect a certain quality of standard from the games that you play. Jesse, I can't believe how many times I've heard you go crazy about Here's the Storm, and you love that game, you love the community, but it, the the matchmaking and well, yeah, and it's broken you, heroes. You, you know, you love it, so you're critical of it because you want it to be better. Well, and yeah. Jesse's a Blizzard Studios like every other week. Huh? Yeah, it's one of those things where where they like I love how people give TB and I shit like Blizzard sellouts. Like, guys, like we were doing Blizzard before there was a YouTube to yeah. show that we love Blizzard. Like, I ran was... a fucking radio station about World of Warcraft. You don't it's think an... I might be a bit enthusiastic about Blizzard? Like, yeah, it's a core. From people are like, oh, Overwatch sellouts. Like, I wear it no on my sleeve. How... You know? Fundamentally, in my core of a being, I'm like a new Blizzard game. Oh my god! Like it's, <laughs> it's we can't totally we can't different. suddenly turn totally that different. off. We know when we did that shit back in 2004, 2005, there wasn't even a YouTube to sell out on. You know, yeah, we can't uh, eliminate that aspect of our p- personality. It's there. So the only thing we can do is to properly moderate and properly disclose that fact. And often we're overly critical of Blizzard to compensate for that. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. I've been criticizing Blizzard for over a decade. For fuck's sake. Come on. I think that's Blue, it's please. Enough. How do people not remember that? Blue, please was like the very it first. It was two like, hours oh. of shitting on Blizzard oh every God. week yes. at, on Friday nights. 2004, man. That was like That's, back oh in the day. Oh my god, old school. Yeah. <laughs> I sat in my room with my shitty mic and my shitty setup, shouting at Blizzard for two hours on a Friday night every single week for five fucking years. I, <laughs> that is not a part of your life. You can suddenly erase and become Mr. I'm completely unbiased again. That That's can like, never oh, happen. Yes, We're not yeah, robots. I- we can't delete our memories. Just, I mean, that's the thing. I'm still gonna love Blizzard games no matter what. It's just, yeah, the, who the I people am. Are just, people are just gonna have to deal with that fact that when I look at a Blizzard game, it's gonna be through a certain lens, and I'm not gonna hide what that lens is. And if you don't want to see that lens, don't watch my fucking video. Yeah. Anyway, so actually, it's about ethics in YouTube, as you found out. Oh, you want? <laughs> just let it die. No, nope, never gonna end. <laughs> I'm oh, running this someday. meme into the ground. <laughs> Someday it's gonna be the perfect opening for that goof, and no one's gonna say it. It's gonna be amazing. Never gonna happen. It's too fucking funny. <laughs> all right, you all right. motherfucker. Give me yeah. that releases list. All right, all right. Let me get let me get that release list for you. Okay, where is it? Where is it? Chris, still got a burrito to finish. Damn, let's do this. <laughs> Damn, fuck. Damn, I got this burrito three, on my three chest. pounds of meat and fucking rice. All right, I'm not you. as unprofessional as Dodger and just ate it while we were talking. Yeah, I, 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 want everyone, I want everyone to notice, I stopped eating it and put it on my desk so that we could have a conversation. Dodger's like... 
I'm no, I, I, I had that thing uh, the entire time. <laughs> we forgot. Right, shit, we forgot a section of the show. We haven't talked no, about Overwatch fine. for 20 minutes. <laughs> no. All right, okay, releases, here we go. All right, March 8th, a.k.a. today, we have yes. Tom Clancy's The Division, which we have already talked about. We British have Queuing Simulator. Mm. We what? have Kelvin and the Infamous Machine. It's a humorous point and click, apparently. Interesting. And uh, Shardlight. 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 It has a very green logo. I'll give it that. It's a post-apocalyptic right. adventure game from the people that bought you, uh, publisher anyway, that brought you Primordia and Gemini Rue. Yeah, it's it's one of those. Uh, it's I love the pixel art style of these games. Like yeah. they, it's the old DOS style as opposed to this eight bit or sixteen bit. It's cool. I love it. It's beautiful. So yeah, it's it's a post-apocalyptic point and click. All right. Uh, and repeat. R e p e t e. It's a platformer puzzler, but. It's got a cool concept where, like, you create a copy of yourself, and that's how you get through puzzles. I don't know. Huh. Kind of neat. All like right. Prestige okay. the game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Seems Spoilers. a bit like a sort of super time force, <laughs> but more of a platformer Spoilers. than an action yeah. game. I really <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, on March 9th, we have a game called Jump Tanks. Yeah, it's currently in early access. It's actually out. You can play it right now. It is a 5v5 tank shooter from the future. Oh! Next. On March 10th, we have The Guest. Not the seventh guest. No, just the guest. The one guest. Just one. Gloomy Adventure. The the first guest. Yes, a gloomy (laughs) adventure for the Enigmas. Wrapped in mysteries, wrapped in lies. Hmm. Enigma. Edward Enigma. Next. Oh, Riddler? Order of Battle, U.S. Marines. There's a lot of Order of Battle games. That's a DLC for Order of Battle Pacific. It is a war game. Next. Next is called Moon Hunters. I mean, it's right there. Like, that can't take too long. It's fucking there. Huh, this actually looks interesting. Play alone with friends, a core personality test RPG about exploring oh. an ancient occult world that's different every time. How will you be remembered? This looks kind of neat. That's kind of cool. Hmm. 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 Interesting. All right. Hmm. Yes. Uh, we got another fucking Panzer game. Panzer Models <laughs> Tank Dating Simulator. Oh, it's the Tank Dating that Simulator. Fucking one. Yeah. <laughs> that are you shit. are you doing this one, or are you? Go- the description uh, is, this- is so good. Is the first Tank Dating Simulator to deliver a thoughtful look at tanks and the men who date them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Can't wait to date some tanks, y'all. Get ready. Uh, the, the the fucking dialogue. How do you like my amphibious attachments, Senpai? Says Tiger One. Yes, oh my god. Tiger 1's a bit a bit thick, by the looks of it. The, T- the T-34 with arms crossed says, It's not like I invaded Crimea or anything, baka. Baka. <laughs> the pa- Panzer 4. Sorry I'm late today, senpai. I forgot my armored skirt. I was like, what? I love it. I, I love sexually it. identify as a Panzer 4. Uh, next. Next up is called Upwards Lonely Robot. I've been Upwards. seeing a lot about this game. I just don't know what it is yet. Let's find out. It is a... It's simple to play, difficult to master. Like, apparently fucking everything. Uh, that isn't helpful at all. It, it seems like you go go up a tower. There's literally no other information about it. <laughs> I'm looking at the teaser right now. Maybe that'll help. Nope. I am still clueless. An intriguing yeah, cryptic I've story to bring a- you a gaming experience unlike any other. That is not a helpful piece of marketing spiel. 
Neither are the screen caps of this game. They don't tell you anything. No, they don't. Next. Next up is called Love is Blind Mutants. Of course. <laughs> is this also a dating simulator? Oh, yeah. Love is Blind was amazing. So Love is Blind Mutants is going to be amazing. I'm positive. I think positive. Steam just went down, actually. Oh, no, it's back up. There we go. Love is Blind Mutants. Oh, I see it. It's a stealth game. <laughs> Somehow. What? <laughs> Relies on the character's mutant powers in order to overcome obstacles such as guards and blocked pathways. Low poly PlayStation style of graphics. God damn. Sure. Not, right. a, not a dating sim. That's not all. a dating sim. Disappointed. Oh, you disappointed. know what I was thinking of is Love at First Sight. Yes, not the same. Not the same at all. Different game. Next up is called Kona, like Kona Coffee. K O N A. I don't know what Kona Coffee is. That's okay. Kona. It's delicious. It's Japanese canned coffee. Some sort of exploration game that's in early access by looks of it. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, next is The Secret Order 3 Ancient Times. Ooh. Story-driven, yes. suspenseful narrative. Can I use my powers? Uh-huh. Uh, sure. Is this a big fish game or a... It is! Yay! Yeah. It's a object game. My powers... <laughs> Sunward Games, publisher by Artifacts Mundi. Yep, it's it's not a big fish, but it is a hidden object game, so my powers are still working. Excellent, good. <laughs> Next, Next up is called Caravanserai, or Caravanserail. Yep. Sorry. Said That's an interesting name. An arcadish trading game. Buy, set a price, and sell. Sounds simple, but it'll take you some skill and the right price. Uh, yeah, okay. Great. March 11th, we have Death Smiles. Bullet hell with sexy Asian Oh, Death girls. Smiles? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. Cool. Super Bullet Hell. Next up is Hitman. Yeah, the first the bit Ma- of it. Yeah, the Hitman episode one is what it should be called, but that's fine. Yes, yeah, f- 15 bucks to buy it on the ground floor. I, uh, I don't know if I like this business model, but we'll see. It's the <laughs> prologue pack. Great. Uh, next up is called Astroloco Worst Contact. Worst contact. Point and click with humor. Another Great. one. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Next up is called uh-huh. Aries Omega. Why do I know that? Uh, I don't know. Top-down roguelike shooter. You're in a mech. You're fighting a robot rebellion. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next is Alakine's Gun. Uh-huh. Al- uh-huh. Sure. $4 gets you something at the height of the Civil War. It seems to... You're a, you're a Russian assassin. It's $4? What, what, what's wrong with this, then? Yeah, it's, it's, it's got 11 levels. It's a kind of stealth assassin game. It actually looks pretty good. Oh, no. that's that Steam got it wrong. It's actually $35. When oh. I first searched it, it came up as $4. I'm like, wait, what? That Weird. seems way too low. All right. Never All mind. right. Uh, next is called Sharf. S-H-A-R-F. It is oh. advertised as a 10-minute game. Great. That tells a different story. Every, like, everyone's going to understand the game differently. Explore a small atmospheric world. The forest is quiet. There are no monsters. There's only a girl named Christina and your thoughts. Oh, well, that sounds like a great waste of my time. Next. Next up is called From Earth. From Earth. It is From Earth. a single-player sci-fi game. It's a mod, actually. For Half-Life 2, you can oh. fight or try to find a way to communicate with the alien species. So that'll be free. Alrighty. Uh, next up is called Infinity Wings, Scout and Grunt. 
So you're so, either a scout and grunt, and you're flying through space shooting stuff, side-scrolling. Yeah, it. it's a side-scroller. The art style is hideous. I'm not a fan of it. All right. Next up is called Square's Root. Ah, very clever. <laughs> it's, Boo. It's an addictive <laughs> new game of pathfinding and weed-whacking. And you're a block. <laughs> Great. Uh, next up is called Mysterious Castle. It's a very generic name of a game. A classical room escape game reimagined in a 3D world full of locked chests, hidden doors, and mind-boggling puzzles. Ooh, that Ooh. sounds fun. Uh, the next game is called Magic Potion Explorer. So you wish you, so you wish to be able to easily stock up on potion ingredients, eh? The warning oh after hearing God. these words, a dungeon had appeared beneath the potion store. Furious that someone had dug a dungeon in the shop without her permission, Pastel begins her underground investigation. What a cool potion fucking seller. concept. Potion seller. My potions are too strong for you, traveler. <laughs> but potions are there's, there's a dungeon in your, your shop. In your shop. <laughs> the dungeon is too large for your shop. <laughs> I create only the largest dungeons. Oh my gosh. The next game. A fiend potion seller. (laughs) The next game is called Beyond Dimensions. This game looks a little. It's. I don't know. I don't know what this is. I don't know what it is. There was a video, but it was taken down. It's like a top down RPG, like rogue crawler but yeah interesting aesthetic randomized spells evolution level stories multiple endings game yeah. modes dev- it looks interesting yeah <laughs> it, it's very much like we're gonna take every trope mechanic from existing roguelite yeah it just but- seemed like they put a lot into one one pot and mix it together yeah, I mean, that's that's a lot of what roguelites are doing right now. It's like, let's take the mechanics that work, mix them up a bit, and, you know, give it a different theme and see if... We, we want to be the next Isaac, essentially, uh, which a lot of these games are not fa- are not actually managing, but, you know. Uh, on March 12th, we have case number eight. Case number eight. It is... You are a prisoner in an underground prison. It's a puzzle-solving first-person sci-fi themed thing all right and on march 14th we have uh h-t-o-l hashtag n-i-q the firefly diary that Please. is literally the that name of it a it's not a joke yeah dumb that name is... but it, it's by nipponichi so that's their fault <laughs> it's yeah it, it's a sort of side-scrolling nipponichi action rpg by the looks of it it's got a little cute girl she's getting chased by monsters and shit you know oops and, that'll be and that's it. it. Right. Yep, that's yep. it. Cool. That hey. pretty much wraps us up for the show, folks. Thank you very much for watching. But before we go, we would absolutely love for you to go and watch our stuff on YouTube. Otherwise, we might have to sell up, sell out to Chrono.gg. Sell up. GG. <laughs> yeah, we're selling up. We're like, like trading up to Chrono.gg. We're going to start selling some video games. Mr. Gerard, outside of the Deadpool video, what else you got coming up? What's going on? Um. Well, let's see. I... Finally, I'm I'm taking a break. I mean, I'm still making stuff. This week, I got Sly Cooper for the PS3 slash PS2. Uh, Uncharted 2. I'm finally reviewing Undertale next week. Oh, and that's, wow. Okay, I'll be interesting. Dang. Yeah, I've only done one playthrough, so I've got two two more to go. Um, that'll be happening sometime this week. That's really all that's there. I'm doing a Let's Play. My Let's Play channel still doing its thing. If you guys, the big thing I, I like need to promote, which I'm working on, is my boy band album, Big Bad Bosses. Uh, it's me, Nate Wants to Battle, Satchel Drakes, and Alex Fossiani 
teamed up with uh, Jay Kaufman, who did the music from Shovel Knight and yep. Double Dragon Neon. Okay, uh, we created a original video game villain boy band album, and it's awesome. We parody in sync. We parody uh, Michael Jackson. All original music. It's ten bucks. You can get it on iTunes, Bandcamp, all over the place. Um, it's one of the best passion projects I've ever done. It's like my first thing that's not video game oriented in terms of like reviewing stuff. So if you like music, uh, give us a chance. I guarantee you like it. We have a music video out there for you to see. And that's basically it. Other than that, it's a game a week with me as always. Cool, Jesse. What's coming to the channel this week? Yo, uh, come watch Oxen Free. Come experience that game with me, because I imagine it will be crazy. So we just started that yesterday, and we'll continue it throughout the week. Uh, if you're in uh, Austin, if you're at South by Southwest this weekend, I'll be there for like a day. For one whole day. But uh, if you're there, I will tweet, and so just follow me on the, the Twitter, at Jesse Cox, and you'll see where I'm at. Most likely, most likely, I'm going to sneak away from business stuff to go to the uh, Mr. Robot area. Oh my god. The Mr. Robot area, they built a boardwalk and it has a carnival and you can go and like play retro games and crazy shit and like hack the world. So Do yeah. go get some barbecue as well while you're there. It is the food yes. truck capital of the world for a reason. It's very, very good. So I will be there for like all day Friday and that's literally it. So cool. see you there. <laughs> Dodger. Uh, I literally just put up a news episode. I wasn't able to do one over the weekend because we were filming Geek Enders, but uh, that is up if you'd like to go and watch that. We have a new series that's going to be starting, which I'm very excited about. And as always, I've been doing lots of streaming, twitch.tv slash dexterity bonus. Uh, if you want to follow me on social medias, at dexbonus, D-E-X-B-O-N-U-S. And uh, be safe out there. Yeah, be safe. Yes. Hey, guys, be safe. Be it's a safe. dangerous world. I'm about, oh, that's right. I'm going to be doing uh, Final Fantasy XIV stream right after this with my cousin, as well as MangaPod tonight reading Real for March Madness Month. Uh, it's an awesome manga by the guy who made Vagabond, and it's about um, disabled basketball players, and it's fantastic. Duger, so. Duger, you're back playing fourteen again? Oh, yeah. I literally was the only... We had this YouTuber guild and everyone, or free company, everyone left and I was the only one. And I come on and everyone's like, Senpai, please tell Duger to come back every time. It was <laughs> oh, like, I've, been, I've been playing every week. Yeah. Good to know because I'll, I'll start playing again too. <laughs> cool. Teebs. Yeah. Teebs. Hey, Teebs. I was, I was going to do my Division Port report, but I think my voice is going, so I might have to wait. But yeah, Division Performance Report definitely coming. I don't know if I'll even do another video on Division outside of that, because literally my opinions of the game are exactly the same as they were in the beta at the stage, so it would actually be a complete waste of everybody's time. But there are other, definitely other games to look at over the course of the week. Uh, we are currently... It's, I don't want to promise it, because I know what will happen if it doesn't happen, but I will say that we are currently in the planning stages of investigating the feasibility of the wrestling RPG show. Uh, we are currently reading Herbage up on that. Garbage man's ready. <laughs> I, I, I thought the Red Cox would be making a, uh, a look. Whatever, whatever but, yeah. you, whatever you want, I got it. We, I got th it. we are definitely characters. thinking about. We we discovered that there was a pen and paper wrestling RPG, which is based basically around the business of creating a wrestling show, not actual wrestling. And we really want to make it. We don't know how practical it's going to be. We are doing feasibility studies on it right now. So I do not promise a damn thing, but I will say that we are looking into it and we haven't forgotten. Uh, outside of that, there'll probably be streams this week. 
I'm not looking at Black Desert. Fuck that. I don't look at MMOs. You kidding me? And I'm still, I'm still working on that Marvel Heroes video. Eventually, I'll fucking finish it. And there will most likely be Secret Sunday on Sunday. I think. I don't believe. I, I don't think there's any reason not to. So hopefully, Dodger and Strip will actually show up for once. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, get called out! Yeah, get, get called, called out! out. Yeah, oh. you're fucking real life oh. shit. God, how dare you let real life get in the way of a good Hitler? Jesus. <laughs> I, I, I thank you for acknowledging that I was good. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> you're a double asshole, is what you are. But right? some guy figured out that being Hitler three times out of four, like the percentage is so freaking low. They're like, yeah, it's, it's not even possible. Yeah, it's, it's very unlikely, but it is definitely happening, no doubt. Well, also, I'd like to announce that we will be at PAX East and the co-optional panel is booked. We have a yeah. date. We have a time. I believe it's on Saturday. It's going to be in the Dragonfly Theater, which I believe has a 750 capacity, yep. which should be good. I, I don't know. We filled more than that, but that's a, that's a decent number. Here's the, thing. Here's the thing. I want it to be filled. I want there to be people. Look, I've Look, I've seen... The Markiplier panels. And I see girls crying outside when they can't get in. I want that for our panel. That's <laughs> never going to happen. I want you know women crying because they can't get into our panel. I want it. I want that tears. Like, I just want it. We should, we should do like the one I Dragon Con where we had literally 50 people. Like, it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's like we couldn't so fit people tiny. in. It's like oh, literally 90% uh, of the audience was turned away. That was, that was terrible. People sat outside watching like someone live stream it from inside the room. Yeah. Like, the dude was we filming came out, it. they had like other phones out watching the stream. It was so and I was sad. Like, we were really pissed oh, about that. Yeah. So. Yeah, but uh, we were going. We were doing it. I believe uh, Saturday is the time. I think, if I recall correctly, unless they change that. Dragonfly Theater, Pax East. We will be live. That will be streamed. That theater is linked up to uh, live Ooh. streaming. So you will be able to watch that on Twitch Live, and hopefully, assuming they don't fuck me on the rights, I should be able to put that up on YouTube as well. So Yay. that will absolutely be on one of the official, official PAX channels. We have been specifically told that we have access to that. And Word. yeah, I, I, think, I think that's pretty much it, honestly. I, I don't believe there's anything else to talk about other than I'm going to WrestleMania. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Yay! I got floor seats. Woo! That was weird. That happened in the last 12 hours. Pretty fucking happy about that, but never mind. It'll probably suck. I got the worst WrestleMania of all time, knowing me. <laughs> be just my fucking luck alright you've been watching the Crossroad Podcast thank you very much for watching and of course big thanks to our sponsor this week crunchyroll.com slash total biscuit go there for your free trial unlimited anime do it do it the do best it. kind of do anime it. go watch Destroy All Monsters even if you don't like that we're done thank you very much bye goodbye Law. 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 Law.